0: The man, I got to pay my bills I don't know what we're yelling about
1: oh look at me the millionaire who goes to see doctors
2: you reek of scotch and cheesecake
0: the you and filthy animal what is this a prey? good news I saw a dog today <laughs> In your face, Nancy Grace. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Everybody ain't who we just call the fans, though. The only thing I think of when I think of my kids growing up in this country, if they say, Dad, what do we have left? That's American name? And I say, Son, I mean, there's not much to choose from, but that's what we have half school ribbon for. Child, please.
2: not as fun when pat's not doing it as well it's just kind of like me annoying you and why wouldn't he be doing it because somebody's not here today nope not we've a team uh, player. we've had to suspend one of our our own oh yeah this is the second time we had to do this right we did it with chris once yeah actually it's like not really a suspension suspension but like i guess we're gonna we consider it a, su- it a we're sus- gonna consider it a suspension because you know what we're not gonna just let this go by yeah like, i appreciate i appreciate him not trying to get us sick so like props to Pat on that, good on him for one thing, I guess. But like this is two events now he's missed, or every like, ever since he's been an actual part of the podcast, I'm pretty sure he's never done a live event with us. No, I, the only event he did was that uh, 200 episode, right? Yeah, he did the 200th episode where he kind of filled. He didn't fill in necessarily. He just kind of showed up. Yeah, I know he he might have done the Spooktacular. I think he did the Spooktacular. Okay. I think he was there. Yeah. Okay. He so there. he's on. He's on one. Okay. He's on one. We'll give him that. But still. But still. But still, it's a bad look. It's a bad. I mean, karaoke night. Now this. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this was our biggest one yet. And you're only as good as your last showing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's what. That's what they always say in the biz. They tell me that at least. But yeah, that was a hell of a uh, hell of a showing we had on on Friday night at office trivia night. Thank you to everybody. They came out there I mean I know I, f- I feel like I annoyed The hell out of you guys Towards the end there Especially last week I was really blitzing Hardcore Trying to like Promote the hell out of it I tried to make the raps A little bit bearable You know I figured that was something That was kind of Haha That's a rap Alex doesn't rap But just like On Facebook If I was blowing up Your Facebook page With a bunch of, of Ads and promos for it Like I'm, I apologize We were just trying To get people out there I think a lot of people Went out there I have never once In my life Had a place Have to open up extra parking because of anything I was doing. Yeah. Which is awesome. They had to open up parking in the back and, okay, like, hey, post on Facebook. We don't have any more rooms. I'm like, yes. Yes. Yeah, it it was- filled up quickly, too. Anyway, yeah, because, so I, I got there at 6.15. I guess, like, why don't we just hop into Where You have Been, huh? That's what we're pretty much gonna do anyways, huh? Where we got... Later let's, you guys here? They showed up today. Where you been? 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 gone? Where you gone? been? So uh, they uh, like we went to office trivia night at Packard's Pub. Shout out to Andrew Packard and Jenny Packard for letting us use the bar and and being such fantastic hosts out there. Jenny made made chili for everybody. She didn't spill it either, so really appreciate that. Her. That would have been bad. And then we had to clean that up. Although we did get there and immediately broke a bottle accidentally, so we were like, "Hey, we're gonna make a mess right off the bat." But it, it was okay. But uh, yeah. Trivia night was awesome on Friday night. I got there at about 6.15. I was like, I'm going to get there early. I told a couple of people to show up early. I don't know how crowded it's going to get. And there was, Raymundo was there. Yeah, you weren't even the first one there. Yeah, there was one other person there ahead of me when I got there. And I was like, there is no one in this bar. Yeah. With, Shit. It was also like an hour and a half before it started. Yeah, it was an hour and a half. It was about, about an hour. It was about an hour before. But then we're 45 minutes out. And there's like four people there. And then we're 30 minutes out, and there's maybe, like, six people there. And then 15 minutes out, there's not a lot of people in the bar, and it was, like, right at, like, 7.20. So we, we had scheduled to start at 7.30. Right about 7.20, we just started seeing people. Pilot. I remember was like, oh, that girl's wearing a Dunder Mifflin shirt. Okay, cool. Okay, there's some more people. All right, all right. And then everybody just kind of started, like, flowing in there, and it was awesome, and then it, it got pretty packed. Yeah, they got to be fashionably late. Mm-hmm. everyone knows that you're only cool if you show up late i think so i think so so that that, that was we should have uh, atoned to that and then we ended up starting around eight ish mm-hmm. and we did about two and a half hours of trivia I gotta tell you it flew by too i it mean did. i was reading a lot of stuff too but uh shout out to emma without emma i don't know how we would been able to pull that off emma had the whole little system of i'm gonna go and i'm gonna take everybody's answers down and it it was it was fair i thought mm-hmm. i thought the questions were pretty good And, man, there's some people that know The Office out there. There's a shout-out to uh, Lauren Morgan. Fundle Bundle, I believe, was who won the night. I was surprised on, like, how many questions people were getting right. Yeah, that first round, there were, like, four or five people that missed them, And you could tell the people that just came there to have fun that didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. watch the show. There's nothing wrong with that. We wanted you to hang out like that, and you had your friends that watched The Office, too, and, like, you were just hanging out and drinking, and we were totally cool with that. Russell was there like that. Daniel Ramirez came out, and they were like, we don't watch The Office, but... I'm a pasty Gravy fan. Uh, Russell was wearing his members-only shirt out it's there. I saw that. Really appreciate that. And uh, he was like, oh, I had to leave early on karaoke night, so I was just going to make up for it. Like, You don't have to make up shit to us, man, but I appreciate you showing up. It's always good to see a familiar face out there. And like now everybody that's there is basically our brothers and sisters because right. you're family to us because you showed up and you supported us in the thing that we started on our own, and that's awesome. But, yeah, I watched a lot of The Office after after we got back. And it was it was it was a ton of fun. I don't know when you you left before me though. Yeah, I got pretty drunk. Sure, Uh, you did. I got pretty drunk out there. I lost my sunglasses. Ooh, not not ideal. So I've been kind of like, did I leave them somewhere there or did I, I might have left them on the prize table. Mm -hmm. And then when people took prizes, I think they may have thought that those were prizes. You know, the Beats were supposed to be for the last place team, but I think somebody wanted them. Yeah. Somebody wanted them. I think they got like third place or something like that. They, they took them. Yeah. We had to take the Beats. We had a bag of Beats for, uh, for last place, but I don't really know what you're going to do with them. Maybe they, they boiled. Let us know. Yeah. What what, what kind of recipe do you have for Beats? Mm-hmm i don't really know what recipes there are for beets you can candy them i know you i don't know how to candy something i have no idea i think you put it in a jar can you make french fries out of them Beet french bra, fries bra. i mean if you can make sweet potato fries i would assume you can make beet potato or just beet fries mm-hmm. what else can you do with beets you can chop them up i know they have beet and chips Ooh, yeah, are, that's that's a good though. one they are not good they have you make juices with them i've drank mm-hmm. beet juice yeah makes your poop red that's scary. At first, oh yeah, wait, no, I ate. I ate beets. I'm not bleeding out mm. yeah. of my ass. That would be bad. Mm. But yeah, office trivia night was pretty dope. So I really appreciate everybody. Uh, Ramundo was was out there. Victor came out there. Matthew Ademio was out there. Uh, I believe it was Sam that he was with was out there too. And they were wearing the uh, race for a cure outfit. It was like everything that the, the, we're gonna put together this video or it's like a little like slideshow that we've got of just like everything from the office and then everything we did from the office that was pretty cool. Just seeing like everybody that was such a big fan. Like it was, nobody was slacking. Everybody mm-hmm. went hard in the paint like that. And, uh, it was cool. And it just, it really warmed my heart guys is as, uh, as cheesy as it sounds. It warmed my heart. Uh, like we had been, I had been sweating it out not knowing how many people were going to 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 every event we have, I'm always like, I, i'm really terrified that no one is going to show up it's going to be just us standing there
0: mm-hmm. not
2: knowing what to do i'm like yeah this is fun yeah i'm always the opposite thinking oh the people are going to show up or uh, we gotta we gotta be careful like temper our expectation for this one i was like people are going to show up i know they are yeah i mean not, they weren't necessarily all podcast fans either mm-hmm. they were fans of the office people yeah. who watched it saw it on facebook and whatnot and that's cool with me but uh shout out to all the podcast listeners that came out there and i think we might have added some hopefully we could have added some because we were shouting out to subscribe to that about every yeah. every 10 minutes. But that was cool. It was a lot of fun. And people are asking us if we're going to do it again. It's kind of difficult to do the same exact trivia about the same show twice within, like, a short amount of time. So it'll probably be at least a year before we do Office Trivia. Yeah, we'll give some time. Now, I mean, what other shows should we do? Are we going to go Parks and Rec? See, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like The Office is one of those, like, great shows that everyone watches right i like, think so i think parks and rec would be like a close second maybe friends something like that maybe friends but still like i'm not all as as, as into parks yeah. and rec as i am the office i've watched it twice all the way through but i mean i don't memorize all the lines it's funny rick doing the trivia was just like the reason i picked a lot of the questions especially like in the later rounds was like the ones that i was like wait who is i'm not positive about that answer the ones in the first and second round i always like this one this one this one done mm-hmm. and uh, everybody it seemed like a lot of people got that but it was cool and congrats to the Fundle Bundle for winning it all. And that is about all I can I can discuss, I guess, about Office Trivia Night. That was cool. The Weekly D podcast was out there. And, I mean, I don't know. They were kind of on their phone a little bit. A little a bit. A little bit. We had to call them out a little bit. But I uh, appreciate their support. Check out the Weekly D podcast after you're done listening to Pass the Gravy. Where, uh, Where all else have you been, buddy? I moved into my new place on Sunday. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Oh, it went well. Uh, it was. I thought it was gonna be raining. It was raining like when I picked up the U-Haul trucks. So I was thinking, oh, it's gonna rain the entire time while I'm moving furniture and everything. But nope, the rain like stopped when I actually started loading things onto the U-Haul truck, and uh, everything went smoothly. I'm, I was sore the next day I everywhere. Bet. Did you get your steps in though? I did. Oh, dude, I bet I you got, had some mad steps. I got so many steps. I, I know I at least got 10,000. I don't remember I, how much more than that I got, but I got like 20 flights of stairs. Oh, nice. I, I, I moved upstairs. And, Were you like um, just checking it all day? Like, ooh, ooh, we got here. Oh, nice. After a certain point I stopped because like, I, like, I, it's just going up too high. Well, I guess not too high, but like I, I just stopped because like, I, I know it cause it's going to be a high number. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's been fine right now. I mean, like. I moved in with my cousin, so we've just been there hanging out. Sebastian pad.
0: Mm-hmm. Just
2: chilling. You had strippers over yet? Oh, not yet. I think those are our Friday night. You don't want to get, like, Tuesday night strippers. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, they, they are discounted. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. And I mean, you know, props to the working girls. If you're out there working on a Tuesday, you know, you do you. But, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll wait till the weekend, and I'll, yeah. I'll throw in for some strippers for you. Yeah, some uh, premium ones, I guess. <laughs> we'll start a GoFundMe <laughs> for that. Oh, yeah, we got to start one for the what to get pat what are we doing we're not getting pat anything now oh, yeah we're not. after no. after his actions the last week mm-hmm. we, what are we going to tweet him tweet tweet pat everybody and just say you son of a gun just say you get it because a pew pew say mm-hmm. you son of a gun hashtag no pew pew for you hashtag no pew pew for you no pew pew for you oh yeah hashtag no or just no pew pew for you yeah yeah that's better no, no that's better no pew pew for you <laughs> just tell tell pat that and if he says like what don't respond to him like don't tell him why he's we don't think he's gonna listen to the podcast and this is a little experiment here so don't you know don't reveal the secret just by, like no pew pew for you he's like what the hell why did everybody tweet me that at not pat d and i am at alex j middleton robert is at robert Robosa zero three and the podcast is at past the gravy pod so you got all moved in what else have you been up to oh uh, that's pretty much it just be like reorganizing unpacking that's the most frustrating part where you're like all right got all my stuff in now I gotta figure out where it all goes. Yeah, I still haven't finished. I'm I'm I was that way when I moved in. There's, there's random boxes. You're like, this box is kind of just gonna sit in a corner of a room for about mm-hmm. four weeks, four weeks, and occasionally I'm like, be- I think I have something I need in there. I'm gonna dig through it. If it's not in there, I'm just gonna put everything back in there. And then you get the stuff that you're like, I don't know what this is for. I'm gonna throw it in that box. It's kind of just the it's like the junk drawer box of just stuff that you you technically don't really need once you realize you've lived there for four weeks without any of that stuff but you're like ah, i want to throw away all this stuff it's a bunch of my things i might get to it today but most likely probably not probably not until like friday yeah you need some time for that mm-hmm. you need some time for that stuff um well i besides trivia night i on wednesday we had to get out of here kind of early props to you guys for, for making that speedy but uh, i had to go to a pregnant bikini contest that i was i was working at for the rod ryan show and I believe it was the thirteenth annual, fourteenth annual pregnant pre Labor Day pregnant bikini contest. You almost delivered a baby. I didn't almost. I mean, I wanted to. I wanted to, but then like when I thought that it might, that could possibly be a scenario, it was just like, ooh, don't really. That was more of a joke. <laughs> I really don't know what I would ah uh, push. The baby took it as a challenge. Yeah, I think so. I think it was bad karma for me to to like now. Oh, put you on the spot right now, but. uh. So basically, it's the, pre, the the morning show does it every year, and it's you have to be in your third trimester. So you get all the bellies and everything out there, and these ladies are going. Ladies they, they, they are all looking great. They're pregnant. They're about to. They're about to pop, and they're out there in bikinis showing it all off. It's awesome. So congrats to all those ladies. I think we had 29 girls out there this, this year, and it was insane. Usually, we we sign up a bunch of them, and then a the lot don't show. Mm-hmm. Everybody showed. Every single one of them showed, and it was cool. But I'm standing by. Like my goal was to just kind of like help him get up the stairs, and because someone were in high heels and whatnot, and you're, <laughs> and you're pregnant, I don't know, I don't want you tumbling. You're top heavy. But uh, w- but uh, I was standing by the curtain. That, like they they were behind this curtain. And I was kind of standing by. All right, you you're up next, right? You good? And the girl that was up, I think she was like 22, and she was just like, Yeah, I'm 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 up here. I'm I'm ready to go. And I was like, Okay. And I kind of looked back at her. I was like, All right, you good? And she just had her head down, and she was like holding on to this speaker. It was on the floor just for like balance. And I was like, What's. You're, you're all right? She's like, Yeah, just, just give me a second. And then the other <laughs> girls were kind of like, They seemed in like, Okay, something's going on. And I was like, What's happening? Like, She's having contractions. I was like, Oh. And I told Rod, Hey, buddy, hold on. And he's like, Oh, is she, what's she having contractions? I was like, Yes. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what she is doing. He was just making a joke. He was sarcastic about it. Mm-hmm. And then. She was like, I got it. I got it. Like, Are you sure? Like, this is, you don't have to do this. She went up there, was a trooper, walked up there on the stage, strutted her stuff, talked to Rod, came down. Her sister was like, hey, I think I'm going to go back and get my sister. Yes, please go get her. Go get her. And uh, they let they left, went to the hospital. She had a baby. Pretty incredible. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. That was like, I guess, the closest call that we've had in the uh, pregnant bikini contest, at least since I've been there, for sure. But just the, Rod said the look on my eyes, like, um, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, man. I can't imagine what was going through your head, like while you were doing all I don't, that. I didn't have gloves. I don't have gloves. Is it like a football. What do I do? <laughs> Just jump up and down. It'll it'll rustle it around in there. You've seen like those uh the Buster Posey commercials where he's like delivering the baby and uh-huh. trying to catch it. <laughs> That's gonna be you. Yeah, dude, that'd be tight. That'd be tight. But I, so I, what do you do? Like I don't do you immediately cut an umbilical cord? Do you have to leave it on for a while? Like, how does that work? That was I have no I was, idea. like things like that I thought about on the ride home. I was on on my drive home. I was like, what would I have done? I mean I didn't it didn't even get that close to me having to do this, like, what do I do if that's the situation? Like I'm the only one that can do it. Like, do you cut the cord right off the bat after you get the baby out? Do you have to like leave it in so it can get enough fluids or whatever? I don't know how baby delivery works. What if she needed a C section? Was I supposed to just, you know, like like pour alcohol on a on scissors. That was probably the only sharp. I, I mean, we were in a restaurant, I guess, so there was a knife. But I don't trust myself to do that. I don't trust that at all. But, all we know is we got to boil water, probably, which I don't think is even really a thing. I don't think probably it's a thing. Not. It's not yeah. an egg. It's not. It's not. It's not a, a hard-boiled <laughs> egg. But yeah, I mean, it couldn't hurt. Get some Pam, just just in case. Yeah, It's, it's smoother. And uh, you always have to remember to mark the baby in, uh, in a, a, a mark that only I can recognize, so nobody can snatch the baby. Mm-hmm. That's what Dwight Schrute told me. <laughs> um, you can practice with a watermelon as well. I've also learned that the pregnant bikini contest was tight. Uh, we did trivia night on Friday, Saturday morning. I, like went to bed what like four o'clock Friday or four o'clock Friday night. Technically Saturday morning. Got right back up at about eight fifteen. Rove over to Knicks Place, hung out with my Bayou Ironworks, watched West Ham play, and you know what? We almost had points there. We almost got some points out of that. We were playing Wolverhampton. We were in stoppage time. It was nil-nil. I was like, you know what? Our boys are finally going to get their first points of the season, and then fuck! (laughs) Wolverhampton scored a goal right at the end there with, like, probably 40 seconds left before they blew that final whistle. In stoppage time, it really, really was like a dagger to my heart, and I feel like I'm getting attached to this team now, Robert. I'm sure like, you are. It, it's, it's become a team that I was just like, I'm adopting this team. I'm going to root for this team. And now I can be in soccer conversations and discuss soccer because I've got a team. Now I'm like, shit, really didn't want that to happen. Like, I ordered a celebratory beer. I was like, I'll get a beer. Yeah, okay. Like, there's no time. Like, it's, it's over. It's over. Okay. You know what soccer is. They kill a lot of time. I like, okay, we're done here. Nope. Gave up a goal. Like I, I ordered that beer and it jinxed them. It's my fault. I apologize to everyone else. The Bayou Ironworks guys, I'm sorry. Keith and, and Chris and John and Ryan and all you guys, I apologize. It was my fault, but I, I'll, I'll make up for it next time. Are they going to get regula- regulated? No. Relegated. 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 Okay. but They're not. It's a, it's a minor setback for a major comeback, and I know I keep saying you that keep every saying week. That. I keep saying it, but one of these days, it's going to be true. They're 0-4, aren't they? They are 0 and they're Yeah. They're they're oh at nil and four. I don't know if you count records that way. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still I'm still fairly new to this whole soccer thing, but I am West Ham till I die right now. Uh, Keith was saying he was sharing our podcast with like the whole like American Ironworks because we gave him a shout out. So I'm gonna keep giving him shout outs if he'll keep sharing our stuff. Uh, like. These guys are a lot of fun to hang out with, Robert. You gotta go. I don't. I don't think. I don't even care if you don't care about soccer. But I, I want you to go to a game with me and at least just like see how it is. It's fun. These guys are cool. They're not like, oh, you don't watch soccer. You're not a big soccer guy. They don't make me feel stupid. They don't make me feel like I don't belong there. They they open you or they welcome you with open arms. Mm-hmm. I hung out with them after for like because it was the best day ever to be watching soccer because we were in a bar. Soccer ended. West Ham ended, I was upset, obviously. But then UT, Maryland kicked off for college football season. It was the first college football Saturday of the year. And I was like, oh, what? I'm already at a bar. Might as well stay a little bit longer. Watched most of the Maryland and UT game as well as the U of H Rice game. Was, I didn't really watch most of the U of H Rice game. That was, let's be really, like that was kind of, U of H was running away with it. And I was paying attention to UT being like, are they really going to blow this? But uh, TCU was on. They also blew out whoever they played. That's, like, what I hate about college football season where it's, like, it's it's a tease. And there are the big games. You had the LSU, Miamis, and I believe the Virginia Tech, Florida State team. And I wouldn't consider that, like, a big, big game. Mm-hmm. But it's college football. Like, I don't really care if our Alabama or Arkansas is playing, like, Mississippi Valley, Delta, A&M, Tech that, like, no one cares about. You know, like, Sam Houston State can play those teams. And get their ass kicked, and you get when you get paid to go lose. Basically, it's not as fun for me when it's a fifty-seven nothing blowout. And I mean, it's football, so I, I, you take it for what it is. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm happy as hell to have football back. But Nick's place is a hell of a place to watch soccer or watch football or watch football depending on what kind of football you you call right right, right? there we go huh but uh like their food is awesome. their biscuits and gravy are the tits. like if you don't want to watch soccer like just go hang out and just at least have the breakfast i know you don't you don't drink but i was a little uh you saw me going pretty hard on uh, on friday a right. little hungover and i got a bloody mary and they're like would, would you like a blt bloody mary like i don't even know exactly i'm i know what a blt is i know what a bloody mary is but that sounds like a perfect combo had a big ass fat piece of bacon in it, a massive ass piece of lettuce, and then they had a little tomato on the rim. It was dope, dude. It was like a little like appetizer meal. I got two of those, and then I went to beers, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And then I came home after that. I hung out with Keith and them for a little while, and uh, when when I came home, fell asleep. Took it was it was the perfect like college football Saturday. Just a little napping in the in between. I had had some beers in my system took a little nap on the couch for about an hour, woke up, kind of dazed in and out of the rest of the games, then woke up again right before the Michigan-Notre Dame game and watched that in its entirety. That was a pretty good game. Michigan looked pretty lost out there. They were struggling offensively. Notre Dame came out there, and uh, it it looked like a contender, although I don't know how good Michigan really is at this point in the season or uh, at all overall, but uh, Harbaugh's kind of got some work to do if he wants to, to stay around Ann Arbor for a while. Uh, I would say he's got probably got this year and then one more year and if he's not made any significant progress he might be on the outs mm-hmm. but uh college football's back I was watching that napping it's the best and then like they had the Sunday where it was like oh we got the uh we got the Virginia or Sunday was uh, lSU in Miami that was dope Miami lost. And uh, LSU looked really good out there. They looked like they might have finally had a quarterback. Then Monday, it was Virginia Tech, Florida State. So it's just college football all around. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but then again, shout out to my West Ham gang, the Bayou Ironworks. Go check them out, guys. Well, Go like them on Facebook and come hang out at Nick's place uh, in two Sundays. So this is what's going to happen next. We're going to have Sunday into, uh, I think they play Everton, and then it's into the NFL games. The Giants play at like seven twelve that night. Play the Cowboys, so I'm. I don't know if I'm going to stay at Nick's place for the entire 12 hours. Probably not a great idea for drunk Alex to be watching the Giants play the team I hate the most, but it's possible. Definitely come All watch day. the first set of games with me out, out there at Nick's place. But uh, there's a lot of fun, and I'm I'm in a good little like group now. I feel like I found my my supporter yeah, gang, your support group. Yeah. I got like a it's like a family, a second family, my weekend family I get to hang out with. Also, I mean besides just watching college football like a maniac uh watching ozark season two on netflix now i know i was raving about that last year when it came out i just kind of discovered it randomly somebody's like hey have you seen the show ozark no it's got jason bateman okay i'll check it out i checked it out i was hooked the first episode of the series is like an entire season of most series where it's just like "Ho, oh, i'm in all right season two just as good i'm about five episodes deep into it and it's it's fantastic, and I, you know, I, I we, like, I, I, all day at work and stuff. I'm like, I wish I could just like fit in one more episode real fast. I just, I want to know what happens. It leaves you at those little cliffhangers. Like, well, what's up? What's up next? Now, I, I don't want to go to bed right now. I want to stay up and watch this. But like being a responsible person, Robert, I have to decide. I'm not gonna just hang out and watch Netflix my whole life. I gotta go. I gotta go to work in the mornings. So I gotta go to sleep. You gotta use this thinking when you're thinking about what Sunday with the mm-hmm. not being there 12 hours yeah well just i get angry i get very angry when i watch and things don't go my way and especially against the cowboys if they don't mm-hmm. perform i don't want to be like it's easy at the bar where you're like you could get in a lot of trouble at a bar if you're angry alex not so much at home so i would rather be angry alex at home not saying we're gonna lose because we're probably gonna kick alex's ass matthew how like i love you for listening to the podcast but you are a dickhead <laughs> for being a Cowboys fan. Like, I was really upset with you wearing that Cowboys hat out there. Like, the rest of the outfit was dope, but the Cowboys hat just really, like, kind of made me hate you a little bit. I love you, but I kind of hate you. It's kind of like Daniel Tom Chesson. I love you, but you're Eagles fandom, like, I hate you a little bit. But, like, I love most of you. Just it's that one thing that I really hate about you. Yeah, how does that make you feel? Like, well, two of our biggest fans are supporters of teams. that you I know, I've hate. grown up with, like, a lot of my friends in high school were Cowboys fans, and, you know, it just... Like One of my, my, my buddy, Kurt, that we started the podcast with, yeah. he's, a, he's an Eagles fan. He's always been an Eagles fan. It's just kind of like you make a really shitty decision with teams. Like you're, you have a really bad like – your decision-making skills aren't great, but just with football teams at least. Mm-hmm. So far. So far that I know of. I don't know about the rest of the stuff because they make pretty fun decisions with us at least. Uh, but Ozark is awesome. Jason Bateman's fantastic. And it's like – it's a drama – very similar kind of to a Breaking Bad type show. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, though, that Jason Bateman still kind of – he always plays fairly the same character. Like, yes, he's more dramatic. He's got more intense shit he's got to do. But it's kind of like there's a lot of those, ah, yeah, the cartel's after us. Bye. my kill our kids. Yeah, we just got to get out of here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to tell you, honey. It's just very arrested development-y, like, facial, facial expressions. and it, uh-huh. That's just how he is. I get that. But it's just – it's hard kind of – it kind of took a while with, uh, with Breaking Bad where you're like, this was, uh, this was Hal from yeah. Malcolm in the Middle. Like, why – what? He's making meth now? And you're just kind of, come on. What are you doing? But uh, where's, where's the – you have to be at the banana stand right now? What's going on? <laughs> What's your brother up to? Where's Job? But, uh, yeah, I did that. Uh, watching Ozark, I would definitely recommend that. And then I did my final fantasy football draft. Of the season, nobody gives a shit about my team, so I'm not going to talk about them. But I'm just glad that, that like, that's my least favorite part about fantasy football season, like the drafting, because it's just you have to have all that dedicated time to it. You got to like stress out over is this person going to be available, and then it's just you play after that, you play after that. But done with the fantasy football draft, and that's pretty much where I've been. It's a lot. It's a lot. A bunch. it's mm-hmm. a bunch. I fit in a bunch of stuff into a Labor Day weekend, but uh, so that's where that's where we've been. And let me tell you guys quickly about. What oh, we got? We got Blue Apron today for you. All right, it's the number one, or Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. You can get it all delivered to your door by going to blueapron.com slash ptg. They're going to send you a bunch of ingredients, tell you what to do with them, and then boom, you're going to have a meal to eat in about 30 minutes or less. If you use our link right now at blueapron.com slash ptg, this is just some of the stuff you can get on the menu for this week, but really, that's next week if you're ordering for next week, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, beef and bok choy stir fry, Asiago smothered chicken, and like the corn that comes with that looks good. It comes with roasted zucchini and smoky corn, and it looks fantastic. Spice crusted salmon and carrot pies also looked dope. What else? Ducca crusted pork roast. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Robert, but I believe Ducca is uh, it's duck. I'm going to say yes. I don't know I'm if it's the yes. case. I not, have no but, idea. Uh, it's got roasted cauliflower and tahini dressing on it. And then you got the chicken and noodle stir fry and spicy black bean and caramelized onion tacos. They don't look like they have any meat in them, but like, they look really good just looking at the picture of them. If you don't believe me, go check it out. Oh, and if you're on that Whole30 diet, I don't know if you know what that is. I'm not really 100% sure it is, what it is, but like I know a lot of people that have been on the Whole30 diet. Mm-hmm. And it even tells you what's okay and what's acceptable on that. It's got a cooking time. Uh, if you get the fresh fusilli pasta, it only takes you 20 minutes. That's a vegetarian option if you want that as well. It's got all the stuff set up. All you got to do, go to blueapron.com ptg. Like I said, you can get it all signing up right there where I just told you. Blueapron.com ptg. You're going to get $30 off of your first order and free shipping. It all sounds delicious, and you can all get it with Blue Apron. We're even giving you $30 off blueapron.com ptg. Get $30 off your first order at blueapron.com slash ptg, blueapron.com slash ptg, Blue Apron. It's a better way to cook, gang. It's a better way
0: to cook. All it right. sure is.
2: We got, a lot. we got a lot to talk about today, I feel like. Maybe not so much with Comeback Kids, because there's not a ton of them, but we could talk a bunch about them. And why don't we get right down to that, then, and hop in to the Comeback Kid. you guys. You guys showed up. It's the Comeback Kid. The Comeback, comeback kid. kid of the Week. The Comeback Kid of the Week. Bitch. Yeah. All right. Um. What are we starting off with? It looks like we're going to go with M&M and Rat Beef. Now, let me uh, – actually, we've got a fire that I've uh, been meaning to start. So here, let me just spark it up real fast. We're just going to leave this fire on the rest of the time. If you want to throw anything in there. Don't worry, we? we're gonna get to this this part later. But just I thought maybe like having a burning a burning uh, fire, an inferno, I guess, near all of the equipment. probably a good idea. Don't worry about your cameras or anything. It'll be fine. they will be fine. They're they're fire resistant, right? Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. Uh, well, Eminem is back because Eminem released like a it was a surprise, I guess, release for his album on Friday morning. Everybody's like, "What?" Eminem's got new stuff, and he kind of like stole the Beastie Boys album cover with the plane, but put the front of it where it's kamikaze or kamikaze because he's crashing. Uh-huh. And uh, Eminem's angry right now. I, I know a lot of Eminem rap is angry, but he doesn't really hold back on anybody. He just straight up puts everybody he can on blast. If you ever called out Eminem at anything, he's gonna go after you on this one. And uh, what do we does what, he got? Like, let me. Uh, this is called the Ringer. This is the main one. I would say.
1: Yeah. go right down. First thoughts. See where this takes me. I feel like I want to punch the girl in the fucking face right now. Yeah. Let me explain just how to make greatness straight out the gate. I'm about to break you down. Ain't no mistakes allowed. For make no mistake. I'm about to break the alphabet. I mean. Make... Yeah, that's weird. Uh, this one might be better. But at least all of the disease. There we you go. mention me, millions of views, attention and news. I mention you, lose, lose for me, win, win for you, billions of views, your ten
2: cents are two. Skim through the music, to give shit reviews, to get clicks, but bitch, you just lit the f- so pretty much, he calls out every goddamn motherfucker out there in the game. Like Lil Yachty, he calls at him. Lil Xan, Lil Pump. It's pretty funny when he does like their like imitation of his rap. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Charlemagne the God from the morning show, uh, the Breakfast Club. So he's like, I guess the voice. Mm-hmm. I would assume him and Sway formerly of MTV News. I don't know if you even have any clue who he is. Sway used to be big on MTV News, and that was a big deal. He has a serious XM show, and then Charlemagne the God is on The Breakfast Club, which in Houston is on ninety 7 The Beat, in the mornings. But you don't want to listen to that unless you listen to the replays because you listen to the Rod Ryan show in the mornings from 6 a.m. to 10. But Charlemagne the God got called out by him. He was also mentioned in Drake's Back to Back, where he's going to have to buy bottles for Charlemagne. So, I don't know, he was in, like, uh, one diss track, but not another diss track. One was aimed at him, though. So Charlemagne the guy, got called out. Donald Trump got called out. They talked about him talking shit about Trump and, and calling him shit. And then uh, Trump having the Secret Service come and investigate him and see if he was really trying to threaten the president or if he was just rapping. Machine Gun Kelly was the big one, I would say, because uh, a while back, Machine Gun Kelly called his daughter hot. Called uh, m and Daughter Hot And M did not take kindly to that Machine Gun Kelly though released his own little diss track To him we'll get to that in a little bit But then Tyler the Creator He called him a uh that F word that rhymes yeah. with maggot mm-hmm. and I mean Eminem is notorious for, for using that out there I believe he did he had he got called out on that before and came under fire for that and that's when he did the duet with Elton John a long time ago at the Grammys where he's like no I'm not homophobic I got it it's just a word to me and it's like yeah but it's a really offensive word and it's 2018 at this point in time so you know I'm just saying he also calls out Drake which is pretty awesome where he uh, talks about how Drake doesn't write all of his music and he doesn't write anything unless he puts the mu- like, he wrote the hook Joe Budden, he goes after. Vince Staples, Lord Jamar, DJ A- Academics, who I believe is uh, Di Antwoord. But uh, the biggest one, that, like, the person that took most exception to at least was, uh, was Machine Gun Kelly. And he was not very happy. He actually released his own little diss track to Eminem. And it's called Rap Devil. Now, Eminem had that one rap song called Rap God. Mm-hmm. This is his little take on it, or Rap Devil. And he just talks about Eminem's old and hacky, and how he like tried to like fuck with uh, with Machine Gun Kelly's ability to like grow as an artist when he was younger, and how he blackballed him in the industry.
0: Talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up, and dropping his hotel, daughter's name
2: again. again.
0: Uh oh. I know. I'm about to be 46 years old, dog. Talk about I'm a cool up trick trick. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man, I to handle your shit. Uh-huh. Mad about something I said in 2012, took you six years and a surprise out just to come with a diss. Uh-huh. How many we did it? We know that you're the greatest rapper alive So he does give him credit, credit. He does Because Machine Kelly wouldn't be anywhere he is Without him and him doing all that stuff I'm sick of them sweatsuits And them corny ass Let's talk about it sick of you being rich And you still mad Let's talk about it of a single dad from the Midwest. We can talk about it or we can get good or size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Let's talk about the fact you actually black a rapper that's twice as young as you talk. Let's call Sway ask why I can't go up to shape 45 because of you. Let's ask scope how you had Paul Rosenberg trying to shelf me. Still can't cover up the fact your last four hours is as bad as a selfie. Now tell me, what are you staying for? What? I know you can't stand yourself. I'm trying to be the old Jew so bad you stand yourself yourself. Let's leave all the beef in the 50. 50. So yeah, that, like, I mean, it's not cool. As dope as
2: Eminem's if you ask me, but there's just like I don't know if you heard the album that we just kinda played, but it seems like you don't wanna poke the bear.
0: Yeah. If there's not.
2: anybody that is angry in a studio, it is for sure him. And I mean if Eminem is to release a follow up disc to kinda go back at Michigan Kelly, like I think he's going to murder him, basically. He will. Lyrically He will he will, mm-hmm. he will murder him. But uh, he will he will do to him probably what Drake did to Meek Mill with back to back. Do you like how I how of refer to like the two rap diss tracks that I really know? Like I'm an expert on this. That's what I, I know that. But uh, like it, it, it's it's weird watching these guys go back and forth at this because it's like you guys are grown ass men basically yeah, writing weird. poetry to each other. You write yeah fuck this dude. Let me rhyme some words. <laughs> it's it's all got to be staged right because they both like get you know, like, listens, and, you know, they get both get, like... Well, yeah, so, like, what Eminem... Like, people are like, well, Eminem's a little bitch if he doesn't come back with anything, but in his... In the ringer that we were just kind of playing for you, he says, uh... I don't know who the fuck you are to give a subpar bar or even have an opinion of you. You mentioned me, millions of views, attention in the news. I mention you, lose, lose for me, win-win for you. Billions of views, you're two cents or two. Or you're ten cents or two. Whereas he's just like, it's not worth me going at you. Yeah. And that was kind of what, uh... It was, I think it was Kanye did that when when he came out with his diss track or he when he put out his album and then people were kind of shitting on him and he was like fuck you bitches like I make way more money than any of you I don't need to worry about you like if I do that I'm just giving you attention like yeah. you can rap about me all you want you are just putting my name in your mouth that's tight get my name out there a little bit more and I think Eminem's kind of he's Eminem he, I'm not saying he's the greatest rapper alive but he's at least when I was growing up like that's what Eminem, that was rap to me was Eminem that was what I identify that as and you can't say the Marshall Mathers ab- album isn't one of the greatest rap albums of all time because it is it's awesome and I, that's just kind of, it's it's part of my childhood and yes he's old yeah music's not always gonna stay the same probably in rap too but like Eminem is the same dude I think just sometimes things get outdated a little bit mm-hmm. after that and uh, I would not fuck with him if I were Machine Gun Kelly so hopefully nothing negative comes out of this but it already feels like it has and uh, yeah rap beef that's back Machine Gun Kelly, Eminem, they're back. And uh, what was your favorite? Just Eminem. What's your favorite color of Eminem? Oh, probably since, red. You're, since you're colorblind. Yeah. So like, how many of them can you all see? can you see? I don't even know how many. Are there like? I'm gonna guess there's five. Ooh, I have see. no idea how many colors are. But I know there's red. One. I know there's green. I know there's blue. I know there's uh, there's brown. Is there a brown one? There is a brown one. Um brown yellow red orange green and blue i didn't know there was an orange one i remember when they added the blue one when i was like i was a kid they added the blue one they were like oh we they had like a couple of colors and they picked blue out of it i was like why would you not pick blue Uh thinking back to it that would have been super dumb not to pick blue i I didn't even know there was a blue blue is my favorite uh, I, i didn't even know that they added one they all taste the same though they do but i had a girl and it was a sports marketing class and we were talking about like if we had, a, if you had any weird talents, and she said that when she was a kid, she used to always sort her M and M's. Whenever she got M and M's, she would pour the bag out, and she would put like all the red ones by each other, all the yellow ones by each other, all the blue ones by each other, etc. And, and her she, talent was that she could do it blindfolded. Her talent was she could tell which color M M&M and M she was eating. Like you could blindfold her, really, and she she said that she was able to tell the taste, the difference in taste in the dyes because she had just like I guess she ate a bunch of M and M's as a kid. Uh-huh. I don't know how. Maybe she just had like a really intense. Like, sense of taste. But I remember being like, no way. No way. And she got like the first three right. And we were like, okay. You can get light. And then it was just like, she didn't miss any of them. She's like, no, nope, that's blue. Okay, let's try to try put a blue one in again. That's blue. <laughs> that's blue. Still blue. <laughs> she has super taste buds. It was ridiculous. But she could taste the difference in the taste and the dyes. And that, that's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen another person be able to do. That's it's a superpower for sure. I don't know how it would apply. Uh-huh. Like, what it would. Hmm. These are. Uh, Find the blue eminence. That's where That's where the burning building is. I don't know how it would ever help, but that would be a fun superpower. I mean, I guess it is a superpower yeah. if she has it. I don't know what else it would be good at, though. Who knows? I don't know. I wonder if it would work with Skittles. Skittles taste different, though. Yeah, but, like, she could taste the dye. She's not, you, like, don't, you don't chew it. Yeah, you don't chew it. What if you did? Like, if you were younger, you just put a Skittle in there. Oh, she'd be able to tell the difference. Ooh. She probably would. She probably would, because Skittles are more, like, raised, I feel like than m&ms are mm-hmm. if you had to go skittles or m&ms the rest of your life you couldn't have the other one would you go with i'd go skittles just regular skittles i'd go with sour skittles sour skittles are good but you can only have a little by i know you can only have like I you, know. you know you can't finish the whole bag of sour skittles which mm-hmm. is nice because it's like oh now i have a little treat two times maybe three times depending on how much i want to ration these but you're like I i ate a whole box of sour skittles one time and just threw up yeah like 20 minutes after that and that was one of the first like times like right after i'd kind of started dating emma and she was like did you just throw up skittles (laughs) i was like yeah that's a lot of sugar and just looked like i threw up a rainbow i would go m&ms i think though m&ms are good but what are your favorite kind of m&ms i just like the regular ones i don't hate any kind of m&m really I, i think the pretzel kind super underrated like nobody's gonna say it's your favorite i'm not saying it's my favorite but uh pretzel kind pretty underrated i like the crispy ones i guess Oh, those are nice. Crispy ones are good, and then I also like the peanut ones. But peanut ones good. I there's no a, real wrong answer to that. I go regular ones, and then peanut. Those are my top two. I mean, I know we're out of Mount Rushmore season, but Mount Rushmore of M Ms. You got to go plain, plain peanut, peanut, peanut butter. Does everybody go peanut butter? I'm gonna go peanut butter. I think that's the third I'm most common for butter. sure. I wouldn't put pretzel on mine because I'm, I'm just not. A fan I, I don't of pretzel. think pretzel would go. I think it would have to be crispy then, right? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Did you see they have like coffee flavored ones now?
0: No. Just, we're getting too crazy uh, with that, that stuff. No. Just
2: let's let's stick to the basics, guys. We don't need to do... We're doing too much. We're doing too much. All right. Um, so, Rat Beef is back. Another thing that's back is Nike and Colin Kaepernick and burning things. <laughs> burning. That's why I have this fire going on over here. Luckily... My trash can is not burned all the way through yet, so that's good. That's good. I mean, it's really uh, – this is more efficient than just having to take everything to the dumpster if you, you just uh, yeah. burn your trash. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm recycling, I think, right? That's good for the environment, right? Just burning stuff. Yeah. All that smoke? Yeah. It, 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 a lot of people forget that smoke actually – it goes up into the air and it becomes air. Yeah. And so it's just like you're you're creating new air. A lot of people don't know that. So burning things actually helps. Like in California, probably going to be healthier than ever before after all these forest fires think all that extra air you guys are going to get. So uh, maybe don't get that upset. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Uh, so Colin Kaepernick was the uh, Nike, just I guess it's their 30th anniversary, and they picked Colin Kaepernick to be the face of their 30-year 30 anniversary, 30 anniversary campaign. And what does the thing? It says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything just do it on the bottom of it and they signed him to a, a shoe deal because his old deal had just expired now i didn't realize that he had never like been released from his deal I'm not saying he should have been released from his deal but he had been getting paid from nike ever since like he's been out of the nfl i didn't know that which like, kind of and i'm not trying to, i'm just kind of just trying to be devil's advocate here i don't care i don't i'm not upset I'm not upset by this. I don't give a fuck. Nike is its own company. If they want to fucking pick whoever the fuck they want, I don't give a shit. Like, it's, that's up to you, Nike. I'm tight with that. I still like. You're wearing Nike shit. I'm wearing Nike shit. It's fine. I'm not gonna stop buying Nike. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get crazy like some people do here. Mm-hmm. But, Conkabinuk, believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. Yes, you sacrificed your football career. You were a backup quarterback at that point in time. I don't think he would have kneeled had he been the starter. I think he kneeled. Because he was the backup, I was like, ah, I'm just gonna take a stand on my own thing, and then it kind of blew up bigger than anybody could have ever imagined, bigger than anybody could have ever ever thought. Yeah. And it just kind of went with that, and he was like, that's my thing now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick that as my sticking point. And I think it scared teams away. They didn't want to sign him, and they didn't. And I'm not saying that there was a collude. There wasn't collusion in the NFL. I think there was definitely some sort of collusion. The witch hunt. He was better than a lot of uh, backup quarterbacks for sure, but he also brought a lot more attention than a lot of other backup quarterbacks. There was something fishy going on. Something. There was, de- was definitely something fishy. But then I can understand like why you're going to get protesters at any yeah. of your stuff. But then again, Michael Vick got signed. I would say Michael Vick, though, better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. Not saying Colin Kaepernick's not good. He was just a backup quarterback at that point in time. And I think he knew where his role was at that point in time. But if he was getting paid by Nike, he didn't necessarily sacrifice everything. Like It was like a $5 million deal. He was getting. So if you're getting, like, that would be like, yeah, Robert, you can quit your job and say whatever you want and stand up for all your beliefs, but we're still going to pay you $5 million. Is that sacrificing everything? Yes. You wanted to be an NFL quarterback. I understand that. He's not an NFL quarterback. He wanted to be. Still got paid $5 million, though. Yeah, I know, but, like, he he had to give up his job, what he wanted to do. His dream. His dream. Yeah. And I understand that. It's just, I I mean, I'm not making a big deal of it. I'm just saying it's. A little ironic when you look at it that way. They did sign him to a new deal, and he's gonna be a spokesman for that, and I saw that they just put out a commercial with him. But like it's the, the picture is it's a black and white picture and it's got him in black and white just with like a black backdrop and it says like in white letters over his face and then the bottom of the screen says, Nike just do it. Mm-hmm. And as with everything that's big and is a as a hot button issue, memes were made with this. Of and course. that brought me to my favorite part was that The Office was heavily, heavily included in this where like there's one with Dwight just in black and white and it says, whenever I'm thinking, or whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Just do it. Unless an <laughs> idiot would do it, then don't. <laughs> then uh, you got Thanos in one. It says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing half of everything. That's pretty <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. And then um, what is, uh, did you watch Cars? The first one, yeah. Um, what is the uh, Rust Ease one? Is that Lightning McQueen? I guess so. I mean, and Lightning kinda... McQueen's the main character, right? Yeah. All right. Let's just pretend it's Lightning McQueen, and it just says "Catchow," <laughs> which I'm assuming is a car noise. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. Pretty good. Um, then they got Michael Scott. You have no idea the physical toll three vasectomies have on a person. And next to the Nike logo, it says "Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap." That was a. there was a trivia question. How many vasectomies? Did Michael get? A lot of A lot of people didn't know that. But just, as, as with anything, like, you know, the Childish Gambino song turned into all those memes. It's funny just to see how the internet's like, ha ha, this is a really sensitive subject. Let's make memes. <laughs> you can know, always kind of on the internet for that. Like, like, no matter how, like, opposing both sides are, how heated arguments and everything get, they're just like, we're going to make a meme and it's going to be kind of funny. And it is. It's always funny. Yeah. And I'm always for that stuff. And just, you got to have a little bit of, like, lightheartedness to all this stuff or you you can't go through the world just being like angry i just don't have that time like uh we're gonna get to it in another one but I'll, I'll kind of bring that up we're just like it was politics man there are people that just they want to focus all day every day on just being outraged about a specific issue that i'm not saying you shouldn't be outraged over you don't have the right to be outraged over but it's just that's all your energy is is based on is just being mad about this and hatred towards somebody else and it's just there's you gotta a be of, able to laugh at yourself, yeah. And there's a lot of effort that like, goes into being angry all the time. I don't know; it's exhausting. I and I feel like I'm an angry person a lot of times. But I don't think I'm. I guess I'm not. I don't think I'm an angry person. I think I am angry at a lot at times. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I walk around just angry, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're not outraged. Yeah, no, I That's don't. I don't. I'm, I don't participate in the outrage culture. But as with people that do participate in the outrage culture, now come the boycotts because nike nike supports this guy that kneels he kneels for the national anthem well hell, i ain't never i ain't never going by nike shit again yeah and then you had the uh the first thing i saw on twitter was somebody was like this is our producer and he's uh, a veteran and he cut his socks and he cut the like he had the tube socks with the nike swish on him, cut the part with the uh nike swish out so he like cut it like just like made him like three quarter socks basically at that point got rid of all the elastic so your socks are going to fall down <laughs> what's the point at that point yeah just don't wear socks mike thinking how far are people willing to take it like you know they don't support this so they're going to they're going to burn you thing what if you found out that like your phone that you're using was invented by a democrat and you're a republican you gotta hate democrats so now you just, are you just gonna stop using your phone right is it gonna be like every little thing oh the the table that i eat at was was made by a republican and i'm a democrat i gotta hate him. so i'm not gonna use this table anymore how far are they willing to take it also the term boycott means like just refusing to use any of that stuff it right. does not mean i've already bought a bunch of this shit and i'm going to burn it because nike doesn't give two shits that you're burning your shoes in an incinerator that you spent $200 on because you wanted the newest pair of Jordans the last mm-hmm. time they came out. Like, cha-ching! Nike's happy with that. And in four months when you forget about all this and go buy more Nikes, they're going to make more money off of you. Yep. If you buy any NFL gear this year, it's Nike gear. That's, uh, I, I, that's who's who. That's If you buy most NBA gear now, it's Nike. Yeah. That's how it works. I really don't understand the burning thing. Like, why not... Because you want to you want to feel like you're important and you can post it online and it's... That says that speaks volumes about the people who are yeah. doing it. Where it's just like you're not doing it because you're angry. If you were that angry, you would just throw your shoes away. You wouldn't have said anything about it, and you would that would have been what you did. You know what I would do is just sell it so I can make money. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's what a lot of these things are. Cool, donate them to homeless vets or give them to a homeless guy that wants them because shoes are shoes aren't cheap. And, I mean, I, that's, that's a good point, too, if you're not going to wear your Nikes. I'll take your Nikes for you as well. Like, I am I'm I wear a size 10, so if you got any size 10 Nikes you're trying to burn, toss them over my way first. I'll see if I can put them to good use. I probably can. Robert, what size shoe are you? I'm a size, like, 9. Okay. So you got a size 9 or size 10, hit us up, and we'll take all those Nike shoes mm-hmm. off your hands. But just, I'm not burning anything. In case you wanted to burn anything, though, we've got this fire blazing and uh i'm just gonna throw some paper in it it's gotten pretty big it's It's been been, it is spreading for quite a while it is kind of spreading so uh well i think it's okay i think it's okay let's not panic yet this room is getting pretty smoky though Mm -hmm, but i I can't even see you yeah i think it adds it adds to the element of it it's kind of like we're in like some old school opium den i think and uh it's like i don't know who knows who knows where this conversation is gonna go but uh, a lot of people now are just taking the just do it slogan, and I guess it's just burn it now is what they want it to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes people just want to see the world burn. Isn't that what the, the Joker said? That, that's what Alfred said but about the Joker. Ah, that's what it – see? Mm-hmm. See, I'm a superhero guy. Superhero <laughs> guy, clearly. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't give a shit that much. Man, like, if, if a guy like – I'm not – I don't think – like, originally I was, like, against the kneeling thing. I was like, yeah, you shouldn't kneel. I don't give a fuck you're an american citizen you can do whatever the fuck you want like <laughs> it doesn't i, I don't I, I don't understand why what the actions of others do affects so many other people yeah so much it's like it just don't i don't know do what i do with the national anthem don't watch it just change the channel when you turn into sunday ticket and it's on the giants game and they're doing the national anthem just flip around i find a game that's already kicked off and I'm, i wait for that for about 30 seconds flip back okay good let's go kick off I just don't let it affect me. It doesn't affect me anymore because I don't allow it to. And if you do that, then you are small-minded, and you're like you're allowing something that doesn't really have an effect on you to affect you. Yeah. So just you know, rise above it, gang. That's what we do on Pass the Gravy here. And I'm sure none of the Gravy Gang are that upset about this shit. But let us know at Pass the Gravy Pod if uh, if you're burning your shit. Send us your videos. Send us your videos. We'll tweet them out. But uh, I'm not going to be burning my things. Neither am I. But if we do, luckily, we've got this. This fire that is this raging inferno, I guess. But, uh, all right, moving on. I guess sort of sticking along the lines of the same thing. Uh, uh, an entire league that is sponsored by Nike. The NFL. That's back, guys. Real football. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, uh, college football isn't real football, but I am saying that the NFL is much better than college football, and that's back. So I'm pretty jacked. Giants by the Jaguars. Week one this Saturday, or this Sunday. And I'm pretty nervous for it. Jaguars are good. Yeah, don't know how it's gonna go. Uh, I was telling Robert before, like I, I'm going to give us, I'm gonna give some predictions after uh, after we get done with Comeback Kid. We'll wrap up like what we did with Mount Rushmore season last week. But I'm gonna give my predictions for the season. I'm gonna give you like the division winners that I think, and uh, my Comeback Players of the Year, and all that stuff. I'm gonna kind of run through that, but. I didn't pick any of the Giants' head-to-head schedule. Like, I didn't look at the Giants' schedule. I mean, I've looked at the Giants' schedule, but I didn't go, this is a win, this is a loss, this is a win, this is a loss, this is a win, this is a loss. I didn't do that. I'm just going to go into the season and just hope for the best. I'm not saying that I think that they're going to be bad. I'm just saying I just wanted to, like, see how it goes. I don't want to have expectations. I just want to ride into the season on the seat of my pants and just hope that the best could happen for them. So that's it pretty much for me uh but uh nfl that's back best time of the year it's like christmas christmas came early guys uh trader joe's also back have You ever shop the trader joe's i have been there twice it's a pretty cool little spot i mean i don't really i, I think it's it's too small of a store yeah, to feel I like a full cool so. grocery store mm-hmm. so i don't ever feel like i get all the stuff but like if you're just going to get eggs you can totally do that and that works um Trader Joe's is back because Jeffrey Owens, that was an actor on the Cosby show, I guess he was working at a Trader Joe's in New Jersey and somebody came and was like, Oh, this guy from this guy from the Cosby show and they took a picture of him and they just like job shamed, that's a word now. Job shamed like if you if you make fun of anybody for anything, it's something shaming. Right. And if they job shamed him. And we're like, oh, this guy used to be an actor, and now look at him. But I would say, you know, I think he just did the old reverse Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner used to be a bagger boy, and then he was an NFL quarterback. He just was like, I'm going to get all the acting ahead of time. I'm going to do all that first, and then I'm going to go back and get my baggy boy, uh, my baggy boy stuff done then. Which, uh, oh shit, well, our bonfire is uh, it's out, it's out <laughs> right now. Not great uh but hey it was probably good it was probably good because it was getting really smoky in here. so it we need was, to we need was. to kind of let it air out um also our internet is out so that that would that would also explain that um trader joe's is back though because just like don't don't shame somebody for working at a grocery store i worked at a grocery store for my first job and i uh, i got paid 525 an hour it was the least i've gotten paid and it was like the most physical labor i've ever done at a job and i hated it but it should, taught me a lot should we start shame shaming Ooh, that's good we should right well but you are kind of if you're calling out people for job shaming you're shaming them for shaming. we should make it a thing could we shame people that are shaming people for shaming yeah i mean Ooh, it's like, the old triple shame yeah no one deserves to be shamed i i think we should shame it's, people it's really that shameful that, shame. that people are getting shamed, shamed. it's a sh- it's a real shame mm-hmm. shame things you don't like to see that <laughs> <laughs> that's not hard. yeah but so trader joe's is back I think Trader Joe's is a little overrated. It's cool. It's a cool place. Just a little overrated for uh, as, as I would say that. It is cooler than Whole Foods, I think. Really? I don't know. I don't really like Whole Foods. Everything's expensive there. Unnecessary. Everything really is. expensive. It's just like it's because yeah. it's at Whole Foods. Like, yeah, but this is fancy. It's like that's lettuce. I can get that same. Yeah, but this is organic farm raised lettuce. Like, so is what they had over at H E B. Yeah. Yeah, but this is Whole Foods brand. No it's not It's just lettuce Just chill But then uh, I think Trader Joe's Has that Pirate's Booty Chips Which is a funny name So like Point Trader Joe's Those are good And the guy That used to work At the Cosby Show Worked at Trader Joe's So that's a point That's another point For Trader Joe's They got even cooler Mm -hmm. They got the guy That didn't drug people To work at their store And that says a lot About Trader Joe's That's that's the kind of company That I want to get behind Uh, All right, so Trader Joe's is back Uh, Another comeback kid Chicken Fingers This is a weird one but I don't watch a lot of tennis. The U.S. Open is on ESPN, though. And, I mean, I didn't watch this live. I saw it on the Internet. But there was a lady that, you know, like they, they, they pan back and they do the, like, oh, this is where we are. And these are people just enjoying their lunches and stuff at, in New York. They showed a lady that was at the U.S. Open. She had chicken fingers and it looked like she was sitting with her son. And she's dipping her chicken fingers into her, her Coke. And then eating it. Like, there's not dipping sauce it's Coke that she's using to dip her chicken fingers in. That's disgusting, right? We can't shame her. We can't shame. But her. But it's it's she's she's. You got to put her on some sort of watch list. Yeah, you got to do something. Like, like that. she needs to have to go to some like special thing if she's gonna fly because I don't trust her. That's like, that's got psycho written all over. It. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, lady? She she has. It's nasty. Yeah, she. I I, I don't know. Together. No, you don't do that. Separately? That's fantastic. If you want to wash down your chicken with a nice Coke, that's fine. Maybe but you don't mix them together. Maybe she's trying to do that thing where, like, you do, you know, have hot dogs and they put it in water. Yeah. Maybe, it just maybe. makes it, like, go down your gullet easier. Yeah. Maybe she didn't like the, the chicken fingers. They were too too crispy or something like that. Okay. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. Still, though, seems a little much, but uh, I guess we're shame. Like, how dare us shame now? Like, <laughs> if we, we shame a lot of times, that's like half of what we do. This the article the the headline is or the let's not shame the hero who dipped her chicken finger in soda. She's not a hero. Why? How, how is she a hero? <laughs> how is she a hero? Because she's not afraid to do what she likes, Alex. She doesn't care what no one thinks. Well, she should because <laughs> people are really judging the fuck out of her for that. Namely me. Mm-hmm. Namely me. Um, okay. Chicken fingers are comeback kid, and our final comeback kid of the week is the Supreme Court. Now, not big politics, guys. And this is kind of what I was talking about with people that are just constantly walking around angry and upset about everything. I think it's uh, somebody, Kavanaugh, is, uh, was picked to be the next Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. This, is, uh, this is all I'm saying from what I think I know. So don't take any of this as fact. I'm not saying that I'm an educated person on this. This is just you're taking it with a grain of salt right here. So I think the guy that Trump picked to be the next Supreme Court justice is uh having his hearings now in which I guess you get sworn in you have to go through this whole vetting process but there were people that were like women are being raped blah 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 Nancy Grace was actually yelling out the entire time but uh they're just people that are standing there they got arrested like 70 people for causing disruptions yesterday or on uh on Tuesday during all this shit like how pissed off do you have to be to just be like I'm gonna yell at a Supreme Court thing knowing I'm gonna get arrested like what is the point of that it's Wow, I'm standing up for justice. How? You're in jail now. Well, yeah. Nelson Mandela was in jail. Yeah, but still, <laughs> You're
0: Nelson, not Nelson was Mandela was fighting
2: apartheid. You know, yeah. like he was fighting some real shit. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> We're back. Luckily, I, I, I thought it was out. I thought the fire was out. It looks like we caught a little spark again, and it, it's coming back. It's getting smoky again. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Uh, the Supreme Court's back there. Just I just. People are really upset about it. I don't understand. I uh, my, my CNN game I talk about playing at work where I don't listen to it, I just see the headlines. It was not Trump necessarily, but it's Kavanaugh and being grilled on Capitol Hill was just like that was like insert like Kavanaugh being grilled The Capitol Hill, Capitol Hill grills Kavanaugh. Just reverse those words somehow and then you got like every title that CNN has a headline the last two days. But I don't really know that much about it. I don't care because I don't watch that shit because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem fun to me to watch a guy sit in front of a bunch of people that are just assholes to him. But I, mean, I didn't vote. I don't, I don't know. I didn't vote for any of this stuff. I don't care. But uh, whatevs. So the Supreme Court's back because it's a hot topic issue. And that's why. That's yeah. why it's back. That's why the fire's on too. Yeah, it is. And you know what else is fire? Little M air fresheners. They're not on fire, but they are fire. Like, they are. They are fire. Mm-hmm. They're great. Because uh, I have in my car. We got them in the studio right here. I have one at the office at work in my little studio there. Everything smells fantastic. I saw like when you walk in. We got that little uh, little M right there hanging oh, yeah. there. Nice little entryway smell. I thought so. And uh, you can get all kinds of different designs. They got the Out of This World, the Lights, the Rad, the Palms, Smell You Later, Be Cool. All kinds of fantastic different scents. You got the Fresh to Death is my favorite. If you're going to get one, I would recommend going with that. You also have the Miami Beach and... Uh, you you got the uh, citrus Klein all kind, I don't know all the names of them but they're all pretty they're all pretty great um, My favorite design is the rad one and then I also like the out of this world one because it just looks like space it's really trippy bro <laughs> so get one it's 250 guys like you can go do this it helps the podcast it helps little M air fresheners little emshop.com if you want to go there, get them. It's pretty great. They got more stuff coming out soon. But just, you know, go load up on some air fresheners. Have your car smelling better than anybody else's car. And it's like everybody's got those trees. And those trees, you look like a basic bitch when you're ra- driving around with those trees. They're, oh, what are you, a lumberjack? No, you're not. Yeah. But you got one of these bad boys. Like, oh, this guy, this guy looks classy because he has designer air fresheners. And I mean, they are designer air fresheners because they, they were are. designed. And they're air fresheners, so they're designer air fresheners. Littlemshop.com. They're two fifty. Definitely worth a try. Let us know how they go. Uh, if you order them, send us a picture of them, and uh, we'll retweet you at Pass the Pod. Hit us up and uh, go shop at Littlemshop.com. Littleemshop.com. All right. Um, let's recap Mount Rushmore season then, and then we'll get into NFL predictions. But Mount Rushmore season came to a close last week we weren't sure if it was going to we but. were not sure and there were times where it looked like pat may win and yeah. push us to a, a an overtime week which i don't know was going to happen because i think our overtime was going to be him coming up with a random mount rushmore and we were mm-hmm. gonna have to do it i don't know how he would have done that if it was just us two but maybe that was fate's way of saying we got gotcha. you yeah don't worry thanks fate even though like, it didn't go the way i wanted it to go uh so we finished it we finished mount rushmore season which is basically after basketball and hockey season end the the postseason for those two end it's the entire period until Labor Day weekend where there's no football and no real sports besides just baseball and soccer. And sports radio doesn't know how to talk. So they just do Mount Rushmore type issues and discussions and everything like that. So we just make up stupid Mount Rushmores based upon stupid sports stories or things that are relevant to what we're talking about, like office trivia night. We did the Mount Rushmore of the Office last week. And Robert, you came away with it. It was a it was probably the closest the closest one we've had all season. I think the last two weeks have probably been the two closest votes that we've had where there weren't, like, large margins of victory by anybody. Usually it was, like, somebody had 66% of the vote and then somebody had, like, 12 and the other person had, like, 18 or whatever it was. Yeah, that was really close. I really thought that Pat was going to win. Well, I, tu- I tuned in on Sunday and, like, looked and I was last place at one point and then I think I retweeted it and I got some votes and then I was in first place and then I checked it again and it was over and you had won. So, like, everybody. Like, we were changing leaders. Yeah. The leaderboard was all over the place on Sunday. But for our final Mount Rushmore this season, it was the Mount Rushmore of the office. Robert won with 39% of the vote. I was in second with 33%, and Pat had 28%. Pretty solid showing by all three of us. I didn't think I was going to finish as high up as I did. I thought that uh, I thought that I would definitely lose for sure. But uh, I think you had the strongest looking back at it. Yeah, I am not. wasn't going to say it last week, but I thought you had the strongest <laughs> one last week. Um we find the final Mount Rushmore standings for this season. You took the cake with six victories out of the uh, 12 weeks. You had six wins. I had five and Pat had just the one. Do you even remember the one he won? I have no idea. I don't either. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, oh well. well. Doesn't matter because you got last place. So the Mount Rushmore season was fun. Mock draft season's coming at the end of football season. And until then. We're just hanging out, guys. It's Just us. I don't know. Maybe we bring back uh bring back future news since we don't have we have like that segment opening yeah. spot, you know? Maybe we do that this next week? Week after, maybe. I don't know. Next maybe. two weeks, I guarantee you, we're bringing back future news. Let us know, remind me at PassGuide Pod. Future news question mark? <laughs> Let us know that. All right. Now let's get to some NFL predictions, Bobby Joke. You are not a big NFL guy. I get it. No, I'm not. I watch a few Texans games here and there, but overall, I'm not a big fan. No? Okay. Well, I am, luckily. <laughs> so, why don't I... I thought I had football me... music. No, don't. I don't. Okay. Well, I would say all my predictions would be Texans. Texans are going to win every division. Somehow they're going to transfer over. Don't think that's possible. There we go. There's our football music. All right. I'm going to just run down like the main awards and who I think is going to is going to win divisions just so I have it down on tape. So if I'm right, then I can brag about it. And if I'm wrong, I'll delete this, and then no one will know. <laughs> um, I've got coming out of the AFC South. Let's start off with the Texans. I'm going to take the Texans to win the division right now. I think, barring Deshaun Watson, another – Injury. Being injured again. Yeah. If the team can stay healthy, I'm the defense is a little bit of a question mark. But if that defensive line can stay healthy, I think that their uh, their linebacking core can make it through there, and then the secondary is, is okay enough to where they can get things done. And if you're scoring as many points as you were when Deshaun was healthy last year, you won't even need defense because you'll score like 100 million points. And, I mean, that guy was on fire to be rookie of the year yeah. last year before he got hurt. So I think Deshaun Watson, I'm going to predict he stays healthy. And the Texans, they win the division, narrowly beating at the Jaguars. I also think the Jaguars are going to come in in a wild card spot. I had them coming in that sixth and final spot, the second wild card spot. Uh, the AFC North, I'm going to take the Steelers to win that one. I think they could go like 11 and 5, 12 and 4, 10 and 6-ish area, double digit wins for sure for them. I think Steelers are going to take that. Although Le'Veon Bell has still not reported to camp, I don't know if he's going to do it. James Connor might have to be the running back. They got Antonio Brown, though. They got a defense. That offensive line is pretty good. And I think the Steelers are going to be able to find a way to make it happen anyways. There's, the rest of that division, I don't really like. I, I think the Ravens could be decent. I don't really think the Bengals are going to be anything this year. And then the Browns, they might be like a seven-win team if, they, if, if everything goes right for them. I got the AFC West. I don't think this is the popular pick, but I'm going to go with the Chargers to come out of there I got the the Chiefs also coming in in that first wild card spot I think a lot of people are picking the Chiefs to win the division I don't know what it is I think that the uh, the Chargers they finished strong last year at the end and I think that Phillip Rivers is going to have a monster season I think Melvin Gordon's going to have a good year and Mike Williams the receiver out of there I think he's going to have a pretty solid season and I think the Chargers are going to be able to get some shit done I'm going to pick them to win the AFC West I'm going to have the Chiefs just, like, slightly behind them. I think maybe, like, one will be, like, 11-5, and five, the other 10-6, and six, maybe a 9-7, probably 10-6 and six for the Chiefs. But I think the Chiefs will be good. I'm just interested to see if Patrick Mahomes pans out for them in his first full year as a starter. AFC East, easy. Patriots, I'm going to take them. I get the Patriots is the one seed overall in the AFC. So my one seed in the AFC, Patriots followed by the Steelers. Then the Texans at number three, Chargers at four. And then the Wild Cards are Chiefs at five and Jaguars at six. And then in the NFC, I'm going to run down those divisions right quick. NFC South, I'm going to take the Falcons. I think they're going to narrowly edge out the Saints, and that's going to be a tough division. I think the Buccaneers aren't going to be anything to just run away with. I think they'll probably, st- they'll probably finish fourth in the division, though. But they got a lot of talent on that team. Maybe not necessarily defensively, but offensively they look like they're building some stuff right there. I think that the Falcons are going to just narrowly edge out the Saints. The Saints, I think, are going to get that last wild card spot. Maybe the Saints will go 9-7, and seven, Falcons 10-6. and six. But the Falcons' defense, I think, could be really, really... Really good. I think uh, Dan Quinn he spent all those years in Seattle helping build that Legion of Boom. I think he's been slowly piecing together a team like that that he wanted to mimic here. And Atlanta's got a monster offense already. They just got Calvin Ridley to go along opposite of Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu's there. Matt Ryan's a beast. Devontae Freeman's, Tevin Coleman in the backfield. There's there's just offensive weapon after offensive weapon. They're kind of like the Texans. If everything goes right for them, there's just like how are you gonna stop them? Yeah. How are you gonna stop Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins and Lamar Miller and Deontay Foreman and all that. I don't It doesn't make sense. Like, I I think if if the Falcons can get shit going, Falcons are going to be a beast this year. But I think they're going to narrowly edge out the Saints who will get a wild card spot. NFC North, I got the Packers. Aaron Rodgers signed that new contract. I think he comes in there with a lot to prove. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big-ass season this year. I think he'll stay healthy, too. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Uh, NFC West, I got the Rams. The Rams. Seemed like you know they kinda of came out of nowhere last year, they really overachieved, and now they got the expectations, so it'll be interesting to see if they can live up to those expectations, or if they're gonna let those expectations, you know, kinda of surpass them, and they're not gonna be able to they're gonna be that team that underperforms. I think the Rams are gonna just they're gonna gain another step with everything that they got. They have like just Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins, Cooper Cup, they got a solid offense. The defense is nasty. I think they got a key to leave out there. Aaron Donald, they just signed. It's it's going to be nasty if uh, the Rams get going and they're good. I think the Rams could be potentially the one seed in the NFC. In the NFC East, I got the Eagles winning it just because I don't really know how good the NFC East is going to be. And I didn't want to pick the Giants. As a guy that is a, as an unbiased Giants guy, I picked strictly against the Giants this year when I was picking divisions. I think the Eagles will probably go 9 and 7. I'm interested to see how Nick Foles plays and how long Carson Wentz is out. I know he's not going to play that opener. Carson Wentz probably is going to be good to go see, or week two or three, but I don't know if he's going to be as good as he was. Sometimes you lose a step, sometimes you don't. It'll be interesting to see how the Eagles pan out. And then I got the Vikings as my other wild card team. They're the first wild card spot because I think Kirk Cousins. He could potentially have an MVP an MVP season. Dalvin Cook could be a guy that we didn't really get to see a lot because he was injured very early on in the year last year. I think Dalvin Cook could be a hell of a running back for the Vikings, and that offense was a beast last year. That defense is pretty solid. It's a it's a complete team. So I think that they'll be they'll be pretty solid. Besides the fact that I think the Packers are going to just be a little bit better than them, but I got the Rams as the one seed in the NFC, Packers at two, Falcons at three, Eagles at four, and then the wild card. They got the Vikings at five. And Saints at six. So let me just fast forward. I'm going to have my AFC championship game. I've got Pittsburgh and New England. That's been like, I think like half of the last like 10 years it's been Pittsburgh and New England in that game. I can see that happening again. I think New England. I'm just going to pick New England, really, until they. Show me they, they shouldn't pick New yeah. England. They, I don't like even if they don't look like they're going to be the strongest team, they always end up being the strongest team in the NFC. I got Green Bay losing to Atlanta in that second round after having the bye. I think Atlanta's got a lot to prove after losing that Super Bowl, kind of having a dip in last year. They lost to the Eagles right there, and I, I think that Atlanta's going to do going to do pretty well. I think L.A. the Rams are going to be solid in there. I think the L.A. Rams are going to play the Falcons for the NFC Championship in L.A. And I think the Rams are going to lose. I think that they're, they they took one more step this year is what I'm predicting them to do. I think they're going to be one more on the outside right there. They're going to be kind of like where the 49ers were, where they were they went to three state NFC championships. But I see like maybe next year being them being able to take the next step. They've got a really a pretty complete team on paper, but the Falcons could also have a really, really complete team as well. So I got the Patriots and the Falcons in the Super Bowl, a rematch of two years ago. I'm going to just pick the Patriots to win it again because, like I said, until you can show me why I shouldn't pick the Patriots, I'm going to continue to pick the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm picking them to win it this year. Not really a shocker pick, I feel yeah, like. just like picking the Warriors. Right, but, you know, they've like yeah. shown you it's yep. tough to pick against them because every time you do, you go, oh, this is the year it ends. Then you look at the dumbass one. Nope, they won it for their 50th straight year. But uh, for Brady's, like, ninth or 10th Super Bowl he'll go to, it'll be uh, pretty incredible. I think the Patriots win it, though. And the Patriots probably feel like they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder after not being able to pull that off in the Super Bowl last year. And in my uh, my awards, the individual awards for the year. So we got MVP, offensive player, defensive player, rookie of the years, coach of the year. And I got comeback player and then a couple of breakout players. Let me start with just like the breakout players. I don't think this is even a real award that they give out at the end of the year. But I got two people from Cincinnati that could break out, I think. Now, Joe Mixon, running back. Didn't really get a lot of action last year coming out of there. Giovanni Bernard, Jeremy Hill were there. Gio is still there, I think. But I think that uh, Joe Mixon is going to kind of take over as that feature back. And Joe Mixon could be potentially a really good running back this season. And then I think John Ross, another second-year guy. He was out of Washington. He had the fastest 40 time ever at the Combine. I think John Ross in that second receiver slot opposite of A.J. Green, I think he, with his speed, if you could get him open, he could be a Tyreek Hill-type talent. That could really pan out and really be be a good thing for the Bengals. If Andy Dalton can be okay, I don't know how Andy Dalton's going to work out. I don't think the Bengals are going to be all that good, but I'm saying if these two offensive guys can get going, I think they're going to be awesome. I think another comeback or not comeback kid, but uh, another uh, breakout player this year to watch for is D.D. Westbrook, especially with the injury to Marquise Lee on the Jaguars. I think D.D. Westbrook out of Oklahoma, and I believe Joe Mixon's also out of Oklahoma. So some Oklahoma guys in their second year could be pretty solid i think so i uh, keep an eye out for dd westbrook joe mixon and john ross and then for my mvp prediction for the year i'm going to go aaron rodgers he's going to sign he signed that contract i said he's got a lot to prove that's an easy pick aaron rodgers though he could throw for 400 touchdowns who knows uh then my offensive player of the year last year's mvp offensively todd Gurley. i think the rams are really going to like the rams do have a lot of weapons to throw to now for for uh, jared goff Receivers wise, like I just said, Sammy Watkins, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. But I still think Todd Gurley is going to be the feature of that, like the the focus of that offense. Todd Gurley where it starts, where it ends. Todd Gurley can keep the pace going. He can slow it down. He can do everything. I mean, if Todd Gurley stays healthy, I think that he could be offensive player of the year, if not MVP again. But I think Aaron Rodgers is probably going to win the MVP. Also, I had as another possibility for offensive player of the year. I'm gonna to pick Todd Gurley, but I also think Alvin Kamara is a guy to kind of keep an eye out for. I don't really know where the Saints are going. The Saints could go back to that passing offense. I don't think Kamara is gonna get as much running action as he did, especially because they just seem to sign like 400 running backs to go along with him. But I think Alvin Kamara or Drew Brees could also be Offensive Player of the Year. You could interchange those as well. But I'm gonna to pick Todd Gurley though. Defensive Player of the Year, a guy that was just traded this past Saturday. Khalil Mack was traded from the Raiders to the Bears. I think that you know he's gonna he fits in that kind of like big defensive lineman guy that the bears need i think he could re- wreak some havoc in that nfc north he could really win them a, a couple of games i mean i think the bears are going to be eight and eight ish the bears are going to be a good team they're going to take a big step forward but i don't think they're quite there yet with mitchell trubisky and anthony miller and Alshon or not Alshon jeffrey uh who else do they have uh alan robinson and all of those guys I, I just think that they're not quite there i think khalil mack though could blow up and then offensive player or offensive rookie of the year i gotta go with my boy saquon barkley at the new york football giants i think that he looks like i mean he they, they said they just find him as a generational type talent they said he looked like that i think if he performs he will be a generational type talent i think he could be a zeke Elliott kind of guy with better moves Maybe not so much of uh, just lower your head and run over people, but he's also got the the, the jukes and everything too. I think that, that Saquon Barkley and I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm not just I'm not being the Homer guy. I didn't pick the Giants for anything else. I think Saquon's going to be a really good running back in this league. Then Roquan Smith, linebacker out of Georgia, I think he is going for the Bears. So that's two Bears defensive players. I think the Bears defense, you know, like the the monsters of the Midway, could be back, but they're still going to miss the playoffs. I have uh, I have. Roquan Smith, linebacker from Chicago winning it, and then Bradley Chubb is another guy, rookie out of uh, or yeah, rookie out of North Carolina State that now plays for the Broncos. I think he could win defensive rookie of the year as well. But I'm gonna pick Roquan Smith. Coach of the year, Dan Quinn of the Falcons. I think that the way that they're gonna go out this year is just I think Matt Ryan's gonna light up the league with Calvin Ridley as an added guy to throw it to. You got the two headed monster running back. If he can fix that defense and make that just a shutdown defense, I think the Falcons are gonna like I, I picked him to go to the Super Bowl, and I think if Dan Quinn can do that two out of the last three years, I think he's going to definitely be very deserving of Coach of the Year. And Comeback Player of the Year So my final one. I really wanted to pick Eli Manning. I would love it if it was Eli Manning. He wasn't really injured last year, but if Eli just goes and throws 40 touchdowns, that would be so sick. I didn't pick him. I picked Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson lit up the league, got injured in practice. If he comes back and all he's done is just, like, set this league on fire... You can't not give him comeback player of the year, and if if he takes the Texans, wins the division, one definitely. more reason. You know, mm-hmm. like Deshaun with his feet, with the, with his hands, everything. He's he's the full package is what it looks like. That's what they were all saying when he got drafted. I think if he if he lives up to that, Deshaun should definitely be comeback player of the year. Uh, some other options for comeback player of the year: David Johnson, running back for the Cardinals, tore his ACL week one last year. I think if he comes back in a big way, he could also be on, up for that. And then Andrew Luck is a very Obvious. I feel like most people picked Andrew Luck. I'm going to go Sean. I'm going to go Sean. J.J. Watt, I don't really think you're going to give it to a defensive player unless J.J. Like, leads the league in sacks. And he doesn't seem like he's – I'm not saying J.J.'s done. I just think J.J. has peaked career-wise. I'm saying – I. not that he's not good, but I think he got to that level where he's just never going to be able to replicate that amount of production that he did. I would agree with that. Not, not that he's going to be bad. He's just not going to be, oh, shit, three-time defensive player of the year. JJ could still be really good. He's a candidate, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they usually don't give those to defensive players unless they're just mind-blowing. Right. Uh, but so so I got the Patriots winning it all as uh, as my pick. And Pat's not here, so Pat doesn't get to say his. <laughs> doesn't get, Robert, doesn't just off the top of your head, pick NFC Championship, NFC Championship, Super Bowl. Go. Uh, I'm going to go Browns. That's a good pick. <laughs> Browns, bold move. And you know what? Just to make you a little mad, I'm. A, I'm say Cowboys. I'm say Cowboys. You know? Okay. Just make Do it. A mad, just a little- Browns and Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Yeah. If, there we go. If that happens, <laughs> I will give you every dime in my bank account. Okay. Browns Cowboys Super Bowl <laughs> done. All right. Uh so that was those some NFL predictions. It's like the like right before football season starts. I gotta I gotta get a couple of those in. Of course. Uh, Let me tell you guys about MeUndies, though, real fast, before we move along into, uh, what do we got next? Oh, big bro. Uh, MeUndies, gang, you've heard me obsess over them. You've heard me talk about how they're three times softer than cotton and how they come with fun new prints each month. But now I've got a big scoop that I'm excited to share with all of you guys. MeUndies just gave their membership a massive upgrade. It's time to throw out all of your old holy underwear and give your top drawer the refresher that it deserves. Each month, MeUndies is going to release a new executive print that only members are going to be able to get. These could be collaborations with artists, brands, or other unique designs that you're going to definitely want to have. Members are also going to pay less for everything on the MeUndies site with special member pricing. So if you want an extra pair, a bralette, or lounge pants, a.k.a. pajama pants, you're going to get it cheaper than everybody else. It also comes with no strings attached. You can switch styles or even skip a month anytime. These, uh, I love these undies. and They're the best to pair they're the best pair of underwear that you're ever going to wear, and they come in fun. Like, I literally, I don't wear anything but me undies. I don't have an Like, I threw out all my other boxers. I was like, fuck this, me undies." all the way. Uh, You can match them with your socks or your bralette. I don't do that necessarily because I don't have bralettes, but I don't match them with my socks. I have my own socks. But whatever, the socks are probably just as awesome if they're made out of the same material. It all comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and if you don't love them, they're going to give you a full refund on your first pair. As a special deal for our listeners, you're going to get 15% off your first purchase when you go to meandies.com slash podcast. That's meandies.com slash podcast. It's a no-brainer. 15% 15% off the most comfortable pair of underwear that you're ever going to own in your entire life. Go to meundies.com slash podcast. Meundies.com slash
1: podcast.
2: All right. Big brother update time. Did you want to burn anything yet? Ooh, I know she's still wearing the Nikes. Yeah. I am gonna. I think I'm going to do that at the end of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Just in case. All right. A quick big brother update. Recap. Uh, by the way, if you want to listen to more in-depth Big Brother discussion, pass the gravy, bro. It is not this podcast, but it is a uh, like a this is the parent podcast to that podcast that it's sponsored from. When we only talk about Big Brother, Emma and I host it. Robert hosts it with me. Sometimes Pat's even hosted it once. But uh, it's big. Pass the gravy, bro. It's anywhere that you listen to Pass the Gravy Podcast. You can also listen to Pass the Gravy Bro. Give him a follow on the Twitter, at Pass the Gravy Bro, and uh, get all your, your Pass the Gravy Big Brother shit that you need to know at Pass the Gravy Bro Podcast. Fezzle was evicted on Thursday night, so our boy Pat out of the Big Brother pool. There was a jury buyback competition like we told you guys about, and Scotty won that. He narrowly beat out Fezzle. You had to like drop these balls into a little tube. He did it first. Even though Fezzle could basically just like lean over and do it, Scotty beat him out at the end, and uh, Scotty got to come back in the house, which means Brandon Whitehead at Brando Whitehead, who uh, him and Casey were out at, at uh, Office Trivia Night. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys so much for coming out there. I believe that was how he spent his birthday. like That was like his birthday yeah. present was yeah. to come out to Office Trivia Night. So that meant a lot, man, and uh, it was really good to have you out there. Hopefully we'll get to see you at some more events that we do, buddy, but we really appreciate you listening and all your support. And... Now you're back in the Big Brother house, so that's good too. Uh, Tyler won the head of household. It was the rope swing endurance competition. He hung on the longest, and I always wonder how like how that really is in real life because like you basically are just swinging around in a rope in a circle, and then you you like hit this big thing, and it just spins people, and then some people throw up, some people fall off immediately, some people don't, and I don't know how I would do. It. Yeah, I would like to think that I could hang on for a while, but I don't know, man. They they after the like. Because Haley and Tyler, they were the last ones there. After they were done, they looked miserable. Yeah, they did. Because you're just, you're just spinning. Yeah. Just nonstop spinning. But uh, So Tyler won that. He nominated Haley and Scotty for eviction, which made sense. Those are pretty much like the obvious choices to do. Because yeah. I thought he was not going to win HOH because I didn't think he wanted to get blood on his hands. But this is easy blood to get on your hands because it's like, well, the guy that just walked back in the house makes sense. And then the girl that kind of came after me when she was the hacker, I'm going to go after her too. Uh, so he nominated Haley and Scotty for eviction Casey won the veto Decided to keep the nominations the same So either Haley, who is represented by Emma In our Big Brother pool Or Scotty, Brandon Whitehead again They're going to be going home Thursday night It'll be interesting to see And you can follow all of the action In the Big Brother house Pass the Gravy Bro Podcast Not this podcast It's its other little like baby brother podcast But uh, this is the, we're the big bro To Pass the Gravy Bro that makes sense yeah Uh, past grade bro podcast go check that out we do episodes every sunday wednesday and thursday right after the big brother episode but there we go that was uh that was our big brother update quickly for all you guys all right uh moving on let's go to our not cool all right um as the fire rages on and it's really getting smoky again here not cool man. cool. 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 All right, what you got? All right, so mine isn't exactly a not cool, something more a little more embarrassing that happened to me. Um today I'm going to get a haircut and while I was getting my haircut, got uh, your ears lowered as they say. Mhm. The uh the barber, she told me that my that my scalp was dry. And that's just not something I wanted to hear, I guess. I okay. guess that makes sense, like I didn't I'm not taking good care enough of my hair, my my scalp. But it was like a little embarrassing. would she say to like do? Did she give you like a no, she plan of, of action? Me? No, she was just like your scalp is dry. She She's just told a me bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man. Let's be a little nicer about it. Yeah, well you were ugly but I didn't say anything about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I don't know. I gotta, I guess, take care of, take, care, take better care of that. Yeah? Okay, I can see that. But, like, yeah, that's not, that's not cool that she just, like, out of the blue, like, I mean, I guess she's dealing with you, yeah so I understand mm-hmm. it. But still, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. Mm-mm. That's a good one. Mine's, like, not a great one either, but, uh, mine is, uh, rainy weather over every fucking holiday we have in this damn city. Yeah. Like, every time it's like, oh, hey, you don't have to go into work tomorrow. I'm just gonna pour rain and maybe flood. That's kind of how Houston works. And it did that again on Labor Day. It's been raining every every day since, like, Sunday. Yeah, I mean, part of it is, like, there's that tropical storm slash hurricane mm-hmm. thing. And it's like, yeah, it's not hitting us, but just don't happen.
0: Yeah. Like, what
2: the fuck, weather? Just chill out. Just chill out for a little bit. It's going to rain on Halloween, isn't it? Probably. Why yeah. wouldn't it? You know, we're doing, uh, I think we're going to do an episode on Halloween, maybe, aren't we? Are we? I'm not Are we, sure. should we? I don't know. We did an episode last Halloween. That was the 200th episode. Yeah. It, it, that, that fell on Tuesday, yeah. so And now we moved it back a day. Mm-hmm. So I think Halloween is on Wednesday this year. i got to look it up. I'm trying to think. because so I think we had to do one other thing on a Wednesday that we didn't typically have to do it on. But oh well. Uh, yeah, my, my just, it's just rain, dude. And then this whole fucking city always kind of just flooding whenever there's a little bit of rain, nobody knowing what to do on the roads when it's like, oh, it's drizzling. I have to drive four miles an hour. No, you don't just drive normal and just don't be an idiot. Just get over a lane. It's fine. But yeah, just, this rain is kind of obnoxious. And I mean, we can go three months without rain. And then when I get rain for like three days, I'm like, I'm sick
1: of this. Just go away.
2: But, uh, yeah, rain on a Labor Day weekend. Not great. So Halloween does fall on a Wednesday this year. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to have a PTG shindig. Is that going to be our next one? Who knows? We're going to be dressed up in costume for that one. It's just going to be us. Just us. Yeah, They'll they'll be able to see it on the the cameras. That's good. That's good. We'll do that. Just Nobody show up. It'll just be us from the bar. (laughs) We like the ambiance. So that's my not cool, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean... Not, not 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 really like bad things have happened this to us this week. It's been a good week. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you guys, you guys were the best part of our week because we got to hang out with you guys at trivia night, and that was dope. We got to we got to meet those of you that we didn't get to meet. Lindsay was out there. We got to say hey to her, and uh, I, it was weird because like I've I've seen people on Twitter like I know her face from her Twitter avatar, but I don't remember her name because it's not like uh like her name wasn't like her full name wasn't the Twitter name. Yeah. So I was like ah. Uh, Lindsay, what's up and uh Lindsay's cool as shit so thanks th- to everybody that came out there and uh i know we've already said it a bunch but just really appreciate everybody out there at packard's pub for having us out there alec patrone came out that was mm-hmm. cool to see him just like it was like everybody that we've seen out at events before besides fucking sean comets who never comes out to anything but whatever but uh it was cool thank you thank you again to everybody that came out what was interesting about Lindsay is that she said that she got into pasta gravy bro before she got into like podcast yeah yeah that's that pretty did, crazy. That's probably the first time that's happened. Normally, people are like podcast, and then we talk about it. It's like, oh, okay. And then also shout out to Nancy Joy, uh, Nancy Joy Diamond. I don't remember. I don't. I don't know exactly what her. She Nancy Joy Diamond, Joy Nancy Diamond. I think it's Nancy Joy, but she emailed me the other day and was saying that she doesn't even watch big brother listens to big Brother, bro just because she likes the banter between me and emma and me and you occasionally so mm-hmm. that meant a lot i really appreciate that nancy and uh all you guys that were like y'all were super nice to us out there and it was just like you made us feel good so like yeah. that's that's where we're gonna have more shit with you you guys so uh you guys you guys are the best listeners ever best listeners ever so uh thanks again to everybody that came out to office trivia night if you didn't then uh you Get your ass to our next event, all right? We gotta, we gotta, we, we have a bar that has been set now, and it's gonna be tough to live up to that now. Mm-hmm. We gotta have like extra parking now, so like, we're gonna have to be like, are you, are you sure we had enough parking? Like we, we draw a crowd, so if we don't do that next time, it's gonna look really
0: bad. So
2: <laughs> work on that, guys. Um, our oh, my bad, my dog was walking by and I almost kicked her. Uh, okay, our final segment of the week. My favorite segment that we do every week, it's the answer segment. Now, I say this story a lot lately, and I don't know if you're going to do Pat's part. You shouldn't if you don't want to. Um, When I was a kid in school, I remember one time being told that there's no such thing as a stupid question. Just stupid people. There we go. And then I raised my hand, asked a question that I don't remember, and was laughed at and mocked for asking a question. I was like, I thought there was no such thing as a stupid question, so I I vowed that one day when I'm in charge... I'll just tell people to send us their stupid questions and we'll get to the bottom of it anyways without making them feel stupid. Now, I didn't become in charge of anything, but I did start a podcast, so technically I'm kind of in charge of that. So we'll count that. And I encourage you guys to email us your answers questions, answers at passgreypod.com, or you can tweet them to us at passgreypod. I'm at Alex J. Middleton. Robert is at RobertRavosa03, and Pat is at Dion. Maybe uh, hashtag answers or PTG answers when you do that so it's easier to find here we go. This is the answers segment. Well, if
0: you just answer the question. Why just answer the question? No, it's no big deal. Yeah, answer. Answer the question. Don't change the subject. Just answer the full question. Hip, hip, hip. What? What?
2: What's in the joke? What's in the joke? What's in the Whoops. All right. um Our first question comes from Skylar Lester. I think you know uh when... What, TJ Ivy, when she was writing yeah. in I don't know where she is hopefully you're alright TJ I don't think she listens anymore I think we scared her off <laughs> my bad if you listening, maybe write us in again let us know let us know you're live uh, Skyler Lester I guess is the new person that like when he writes in we're just gonna put that up there at the top I think cause he's been hitting it out of the park at the end of the year I think we might have to give him the best answers question asker of the year cause he's just been crushing them lately Skylar Lester at OMG it's Skyler and that's Skyler with an E not an A Skyler says who knew what time the first clock was made who knew what time the first clock see i don't understand that because it's like who knew what not when what what time was the first clock made is that what he's asking or does he mean like who knew when it was or did they know when the first clock was made like how did they know what time i would assume because they had sundials but if a sundial counts as the first clock then you had no way really of knowing. we just made it up i guess Cause if you think about it, that's a brilliant like power move on whoever came up with it. Then, because you're like, yeah, no, we just uh, put it right there with the sun, and where the sun goes, that's what time it is. Like, what does that mean? Well, when the sun's here, that means it's two o'clock. <laughs> when the shadow's right there, that's two o'clock. Like, how are we supposed to know that? I don't know. I said it is. What what time is it now? Like, did they start it at midnight? Like, did they, did you have to wait a day before you're like, all right, now this is the official time? And then how do we get all these varying time zones? I've always wondered that. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, it can be interesting if, like, instead of numbers, they decided to, like, use letters as, as the time. Well, they do. They're called Roman numerals. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But those are still those are still <laughs> numbers, though. Can you read, like, a regular clock? Yes. I suck at it, though. I can. I'm just like, uh think, Like, if it's not, like, on 30, 45, or 15, I was like, hey, it's about 48-ish. Mm. I don't know. It'll take me a few seconds, but I, I think I can do it i don't like military time i don't understand that i don't like it what what, what is the purpose of yeah i get like you don't have two two o'clocks but like i don't need that in my everyday life yeah i actually do use it for my time cards because you have to enter it like military time but that's like only because i have to enter mm-hmm. it that way but that's it yeah i i think i got a, a new printer recently and they wanted me to put the time in in, mili- in military time and it was eight o'clock and i'm like uh oh uh, i think it's uh is it 18 no, no it's not 18. oh 800 hours sergeant a little confusing. Chris Hogan uh, keeps military time on his phone. One of my cousins does that. Why? Yeah, I don't know. And then you gotta do math. So, uh, is it 18 o'clock? Nope, it's 6 o'clock at night. But, like, you can tell. Like, usually it's like, oh, it's dark. It's 8 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not in the morning. Done. Super easy to tell. But, uh, yeah, I don't know who. I guess who knew what time the first clock was in? Probably the guy that made it. Yeah. The guy that made the clock. Who made the first clock? Let's find out. Who made the first clock? I bet like this is gonna be some inventor that we should have known, but no, no, it's not. Christian Higgins. Where is he from? It almost sounds like Chris Hogan. It does, but it's not. Chris could never invent the clock. <laughs> when was it invented? In 1656. All right, where is Chris Higgins made or er, from? We're going to find out. Maybe not. No, we're not, because it's going to take too long to surf through it. He was born in the Netherlands. Ooh. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, all right, so, yeah, Chris Christian Huygens. 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 Huy- 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 Huygens. Christian. It's Christian with the two A's, right? Yeah. It's like Christy A-A-N Huygens. You again. Christian Hagens. Yeah, he was the first he was he knew when it was made, but like if you didn't like that's what I'm going back to my first point, like you had to start somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So do you just start at midnight? Or just start at twelve o'clock? I would I would assume twelve o'clock. Yeah, that'd be interesting to find out what the first time was. Oh well. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, well we'll find out we'll we'll here. Know. That was a good question though, Skylar. Another another real brain buster. Coming from Skylar Lester. Keep them coming, buddy. Greg Baker writes in again. What's happening, buddy? He says, pot pies. Soups or cakes? I'm going to go cake. What about pie? Hmm. (laughs) No, that's not one of the options, though. (laughs) I mean, I would say they're mostly more similar to pies. Yeah, okay. But like a chicken pot pie, I get. Because you got all that gravy stuff in there. It's very like soupy once you get inside, but that's a pie. You know, like it's like an apple pie. You can you, you can do that. I I would say it is more like a soup than it is a cake. Can I let you in in a little secret? Yeah. You've never had one. I've never you had a pot pie of any kind. Next week I am bringing you a chicken pot pie and making you eat it. I, I you told me what they just had inside of, inside of it was first time learning what really it is it's dope it's like got like all like the the chicken in it you can have a turkey pot pie but chicken is like the most common one you Uh have like just chunks of chicken in it and you can get carrots you can get all your vegetables all the other stuff that you want to throw in there depending on where you get it from or who makes it you got all kinds of other cool stuff in there so it sounds good (laughs) it's delicious uh this they're marie calendars and when i was in college you would just uh buy like 10 of them and you throw them in there for four minutes i think it was four minutes yeah two minutes two times and then you'd like you'd stir it and then you were good and i would just crush chicken Mm pot pies because they were the best but uh yeah i would say that they're more like soups just because when you bust into them it's more of a soup that you have to get through the top too than a cake where it's more solid all the way through but then like i'm still it's more pie like than soup or cake like but if we have respecting the exercise i'm gonna go soups and i'm just gonna go cakes just Just to 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 disagree all right um Stephen d he didn't say uh, last name just Stephen d in his email um steven d says dolphins rightful owners of the title seahorse people can literally ride them but seahorse seahorse looks like look like horses don't they do a they bit? they're standing up yeah yeah just if they were standing up seahorses are standing up that's what i'm saying but they, they don't look, even have legs they don't even look like a horse i think they look a little like a horse I feel like you could ride, you can ride whales. Yeah, but like a horse, like that, like a, a whale. Riding a whale would be like riding an elephant, you know, because it's just it's such like a massive animal. I would say that a dolphin would be more horse-like to ride in the sea. Okay. If you catch my drift, uh-huh. you can go swimming with dolphins in Mexico, and I'm sure many other places. And like I know that you can, do, like if you hop on the back of a dolphin, a dolphin could take you wherever but an orca Those, they're very mm, similar looking orca is a little big still for me you know an orca would be more closer to an elephant to me they're just that much bigger than dolphins alright okay I can see this I don't know I I I, I see the argument but I still feel like seahorses just be seahorse.
0: I'm going to go Dolphins.
2: dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins, though. Okay. We can agree or disagree on this one, though. But I'm going to say Dolphins because people do literally ride them. So that's a good point, Stephen. I don't think Stephen's written in before. And if he has, maybe he told us his name, the last name the other time. But Stephen D., good question, buddy. Uh, keep him coming. Uh, Nicholas in Iowa writes in again and says, If home is where the heart is, which home has less heart? An old folks' home or a funeral home? An old folks' home. I would say a funeral home. Because you literally have people that have, like, had their organs removed. You know? But old old folks' homes are just so depressing. But, like, your hearts have been, like, removed and used for, I, yeah, like, if, like if you an organ donor. If you're going to be literal. So I would it, say I that so. just, if so facto, it would be a funeral home. Is there a specific name for, like, when you cremate people? Like, with a, the place? A crematorium? A crematorium. Those then. But that wasn't an option. Respect the exercise. Respect the exercise. I'm I'm gonna go funeral home just because like it might have le- like less heart. I'm not saying that heart's great there anyways, but like an old folks home like get people alive. A funeral a funeral home. People are dead. Okay. Would there be more people at a funeral home than there would be an old folks home? No. I don't think so. Depending, I mean I I mean I guess it depends on which old folks home and which funeral home, but I would say there are probably more people in an old folks home than funeral homes. I've never been to a funeral home, so I, I have no idea how big they are. I I assume they're they vary. big places. They vary. But a lot of times it's like the body for like the visitation and everything and mm. then to get ready for the funeral. I don't know if like maybe they have like 10-15 on at a time, and I would assume you at least have 10 or 15 people in any old folks home. What about when people go visit funeral homes? People don't really go visit old, old folks' homes. Yeah, you do. If your grandma is in a home, I would say you probably go visit an old folks' home more like, you're more likely to go visit an old folks' home. Uh, I don't know. There are probably, <laughs> yeah. more people have probably visited a funeral home in their life than an old folks' home, but more people that have family in old folks' homes have mm-hmm. probably visited those more. We're digging deep into this. We really are. We really are. And that's what I like about this. There's no such thing as a stupid question. I'm going to say funeral home now. I think a funeral home definitely has less heart. Yeah, you convinced me. I'm going to go funeral home. All right, we agreed on one, finally. Yeah, finally. Uh, and then Sean Comitz, who doesn't show up to trivia night, but whatevs. Sean Comitz says, forklifts, the real pickup trucks. Uh, forklifts, that's a misleading name, right? They, only, they don't pick up forks. Right. It, they, they don't. But, I mean, I kind of get it. It's got, like, a fork that it uses mm-hmm. to pick stuff oh. up. So that makes sense but like and, I, I just the truck part like it would be more like a pickup lift i guess so what about the what the other ones what the ones that ones just have like that big like trash can looking thing that lift up oh i don't know what you're talking about uh, i have no idea what they called. they're just other trucks other trucks can lift things up though so i wouldn't say it's just forklifts there's, there's a bunch of other like trucks like that that lift things up but i got i would mean a, a pickup truck isn't really picking up anything. I would say a forklift for sure is picking it up, and Michael shouldn't operate it as well. <laughs> That's important. No, he should not. He should not. That or the baler, you're not supposed to operate unless you are a warehouse employee. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go, yeah, yeah, forklifts are the real pickup trucks. They're not trucks, so that kind of hurts it, but still, yeah. They're more pickup truck than pickup trucks are, I think. I guess I'm they're, a, I'm they're a, more pickup than trucks are, not mm-hmm. more trucks than trucks are. I'm going to go no. I think there are other other vehicles that pick up things, too. That so I want to know go. what the name of the thing is that you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look it up, but I, I can't remember it at just all. Just your weird description of it doesn't show up anything. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's uh, that's it. And I guess why don't we put out this fire? We'll just put the fire out real fast. Oh, yeah, are it's you, been going on for you, a long time. Do you want to burn anything? No, no, look no. Look at no. us. We made it through the entire podcast without burning anything. So good on us. Good on us for being uh, respectful people. And um don't be that guy. You know, it's uh, just don't be that guy that goes and burns stuff. Nike doesn't give a shit. You're not really affecting anybody. You're just showing that like you don't know how to control your emotions. That's what it comes across as to me. But uh that's it. That's all we got. Did, we, did you find it yet? No. I did. They're called loaders. They look like like this. Like it's a, Uh It's that's like a got like a shovel in the front, I yeah. guess. Like a big shovel. It's like a bulldozer, but it's more of like a show like a mm-hmm. steam thing in front of it too but those also lift right yeah that would probably be more of a uh pickup truck it's more truck like too yeah it is so yeah i would go i would go with uh, loaders and bulldozers as more pickup trucks uh, as real pickup trucks instead of pickup trucks or forklifts but forklifts was a good was a good try though sean mm-hmm. uh I am Alex or at Alex J. Middleton on Twitter. Robert is at Robert Barbosa 03. Pat at not Pat Dion. Remember, no pew pew for you. No pew pew, pew for you. Just don't respond to anything. Like when he says what, just don't say anything back. Just don't say anything back to him. We're just going to see if he really listened to the podcast because if he did, then he'll probably mention something. But if not, then he'll just be like, what the hell? I want to know. And then we'll just be like, you missed out on a really great inside joke last week. And uh, we have the podcast is at Pass the Gravy Pod. Check out Pass the Gravy Bro if you're a big brother fan. And, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all I got for us, huh? That's it? All right. Well, um, thanks again to everybody that came to Office Trivia Night. And you guys have a great week. Until we talk to you next time, pass the gravy.
1: Bitches! seen a white person before, jaws on the floor, like pain, like Tommy, just burst in the door, started whooping ass worse than before, the first vertebrae's thrown out of a furniture. Ah, that we turn up the, ah, oh, wait, no, wait, you're kidding, he didn't just say what I think he did, did he? And Dr. Dre said, nothing, you idiots, Dr. Dre said, he's locked in my basement. Ah, Feminist women love him and him, chicka, 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 slim, shady, I'm sick of him, look at him, walking around, rubbing his you-know-what, flipping the you-know-who, yeah, but he's so cute. Probably got a couple of screws up in my hat loose But no worse than what's going on in your parents' bedroom Sometimes I wanna get on TV and just let loose But can but it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dad loose My mommy's on your lips, my is on your lips And if I'm lucky much is giving the little kids, and that's the message that we deliver to little kids. And expect them not to know what a woman's fedoras is. Of course, they're gonna know what did the course. By something the in fourth grade, they got the Discovery Channel, don't they? we the flip of Well, some of us cannibals who cover the people open like candle But we're freaking up the animals and antelopes, and there's a reason that a man and another man can't elope. Uh, if you feel like I feel like i got the antidote, women wave your or oh, sing the chorus, and go. goes. slip shady, I'm the real shady. All the other slip shadies, I my teeth, so all the real slip shady. Well, Slim, them got a cuss on his raps to sell records. Well, I do. So fuck him and fuck you too. You think I give a damn about a Grammy? Half the critics can even stomach me, let alone stand me. But Slim, what if you win? when it be weird? Why? So, you guys just like to get me here so you can sit me here next to Britney Spears, Shit, Christina Aguilera. Better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst. Hear them the Magiolo, who she gave Put me on blast on MTV Yeah, he's cute, but I think he's not a kid <laughs> I should download an audio in MP3 And show the whole world how you give him an MPD ah. sick of your little girl and boy groups All you do is annoy me So I've been synced here to destroy you And there's a million others just like me Who cuss like me Who just don't give a fuck like me Who dress like me Walk, talk and act like me And just might be the next best thing But not quite it Kazakhstan! Listen. Because I'm only giving you things you joke about With your friends inside your living room The only difference is I got the balls to say it in front of y'all And I don't gotta be false or sugarcoated at all I just get on the mic and spit it Whether you like to admit it I just shit it better than 90% of you rappers out Ken. Then you wonder how can kids eat up these albums Like volumes It's funny. Cause at the rate I'm going when I'm 30 I'll be the only person in the and I'm flirting Picture us ass when I'm jacking off with jerkins And I'm jerking but the whole bag of Viagra isn't working Every single person there's a slim shady lurking who be working a Burger King spitting on your Onion rings through, or in the parking lot, circling, screaming out and give a fuck with his windows down and his system up. So will the wheel Shady? Please stand up and put one of those fingers on each hand. Never be proud to be out of your mind and out of control. And one more time, loud as you can, how's it go?
2: Nike supports this guy that kneels. He kneels for the National Anthem. Well, hell...